Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm happy to have this debate. It's been a while. Everybody, I would like you to introduce yourselves. Just say your name and just something brief about like why you got into politics, your age, like where you're from, stuff like that. Uh, Lance, you can go first. I'm Lance. Lance videos on basically every platform. I've been into politics for like three years now. And what really got me into politics were like, you know, those red feminist videos on YouTube. I was like, this is funny. I kind of want to do this. So I just started learning about politics. So that's where um, I'm at. Okay, Progressive Intel, go ahead. Um, well, my name is Teddy. Um, my username is Progressive Intel on TikTok. Um, I don't really remember how I exactly I got into politics. It was like it, it started with the Obama years, like in 2008, 2009. But it's just, you know, I've been reading up and progressing since then. So I got you. All right, Ashley. Um, my name is Ashley. I'm on TikTok as that liberal girl. Um, I think I got into politics just because I've kind of been around it my whole life. So, yeah. Okay, guys. So um, we have we currently have 1,594 people here. <laughs> Whoa! That is the most I've ever had in a debate. Okay. So um, do y'all want to give your opening? So let me actually explain just to everybody what we're doing. So first, we're going to give opening statements just about the issues. And then after that, each of us are going to give our exact position on like the pro-life versus pro-choice thing. So each of us know like where we all stand on this, just so nobody misconstrues what anybody thinks like later in the debate. So it's the most constructive as possible. So do y'all want to go first or do you want me to give my opening statement first or whatever you want? We can let them go first. We'll let them go oh. first. That'll be a nice thing to do. It's, it's whatever. Y'all y'all can do whatever. doesn't matter to me. All right. Um, so uh, the reason we're um, pro-choice, we identify as pro-choice, is that uh, essentially we want women to be able to make their own reproductive decisions about their own lives. And we believe that limiting that sort of right would be an, an, a fundamental, um, it would be fundamentally wrong in terms of the defense of liberty for these women and defense of their property. And also restrictions on abortion would not be effective in lowering abortion, but would simply make them mostly unsafe and uh, potentially fatal. Okay, so mine is a little bit different. So currently abortion is a very divisive issue among Americans. I, I just wrote this down. Um, Lance and I as pro-lifers see all stages of human life as intrinsically valuable, while people on the pro-choice side think otherwise. When attempting to justify abortion, pro-choicers tend to take the marginal cases, such as rape, which constitutes about 1% of all abortions, and they use that to try and justify all, even though over 90% of abortions are done just because it wasn't convenient for the mother to have a kid at the time. It honestly irks me and everybody else in the pro-life movement that there are people out there who think it's okay to take the lives of the most vulnerable and innocent among us out of simple convenience. The debate isn't whether the fetus is alive or not because it's been proven by countless scientific studies from University of Chicago, Princeton, other biological journals that life begins at conception. However, the question is rather if the unborn baby's life is as intrinsically valuable as one that has already been birthed. And I'm looking forward to having a debate on this issue. Ashley and Progressive Intel, I thank you for coming on and I'm looking forward to having a good civil exchange of ideas. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I prepared that and like everything. <laughs> I, I couldn't memorize that whole thing unless I like took a ton of time to do it um okay so i guess i'll start out since i let y'all go first on the other one so personally i believe that the only case in which abortion is necessary is if it's like a really young girl who gets raped or conceives a baby that way because at there are actually times when if the pregnancy is like but even before the pregnancy is carried a term the the fetus can actually kill the like the really young girl just because her body isn't like properly developed yet and in that case i think that it is better to save at least one of them than just have both of them die. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but any other case than that, like say it's like a fully grown woman who, who is having some trouble, like with her pregnancy, like it's usually generally they figure that out in the third trimester. And at that point you can just do a C-section and remove the baby. It's actually a, it's actually a lower chance of the woman dying from a C-section than it is to have a natural birth in the U S. Um, but yeah, other cases like that, rape and incest convenience. I, I don't see that as a, as a reason to just kill a baby, to kill an unborn human. What about you? Um, Lance, we can. I 100% agree. Rape and incest should not be an excuse to kill a baby. Everything else, I totally agree with Nick. So um, I guess we can, you basically just stole the words out of my mouth. So we can go to that liberal girl, I guess. Okay. Um, my personal opinion is all circumstances of abortion are circumstantial. And so it depends on the person. I personally believe that first term trimester abortion is 100% ethical. Um, second term and Third term are a lot, they're different circumstances, but again, it's like, I'm going to support the woman in the choice. Yeah. Holy crap. We have 2,500 people on here, guys. <laughs> I have 2,500 people, dude. That's Holy awesome. crap. All right. Go ahead, Progressive Intel, Teddy. Um, so essentially, within the framework of having abortion, uh, abortion legal uh, nationwide, I would leave uh, second and third trimester restrictions to the states as like um, proposed in a or that the way it is currently with uh, the rule of Roe v. Wade, um, there would be certain exceptions in, in cases of rape, incest, life of the mother being at danger. Um, but overall, I would support states having the ability to restrict certain abortions after certain times. Yeah, I agree the, with that. Legal. Um, that liberal, I have a question. Did you, are you fine with abortion in the second trimester? I don't remember what you said. I just wanted to. Okay. So my personal opinion, I mean, there is such a low number already. Um, I don't agree with late term abortion, meaning like third trimester, um, unless fatal to the mother. And then as well as that, it's like second term is, it's like, it's again, it's circumstantial. So I can't specifically say something for a woman who, who is in the middle of a pregnancy. Um, but I do think it is a little bit less ethical after first trimester. Okay. Um, all right. So I, I don't know. I guess we can start, I guess, refuting um, mm -hmm. if that's what y'all want to do. Um, so the problem that I have is that life begins at conception. I mean, that's a biological fact. It's been proven by countless scientific journals, peer-reviewed studies, stuff like that. I believe that all life, all stages of human life is intrinsically valuable. And the problem that I have with the pro-choice side is that they always try and draw a false line at when life starts and you can apply that line to people that are already that are already alive that's that's the that's the main issue that i have because anytime you anytime you differ from like okay look life begins at conception um you can always apply that same line to people that are already alive and you obviously can't kill people that are already alive so why should it be you know why should it be up to the mother to take the life of another human i just i don't understand that argument that's just that's where i'm coming from okay do you want, i want i can respond to that if you want teddy yeah go ahead go ahead Okay, so my personal opinion on that is there is no significant, like, finalized thought on when life actually starts, human life specifically. There are, like, countless of different circumstances for, like, different cultures. Um, and even with that, like, I looked into the, like, when life starts, like, if it starts at conception and if it starts, like, at consciousness. And there are thousands and thousands saying on both sides. So I think it's, like, specifically hard to determine when human life starts because there are so many classifications for different people. And like, even if you're saying, oh, there's thousands of these uh, scientific articles that are saying that, oh, life starts at the conception. I found like, just within like a quick Google search, I found at least like 20 reputable sources that said that human life is de de um, decided by consciousness. And 
like for me specifically, like that is a very common argument throughout the pro-life um, stance. And it's like, to me specifically, it's like, there are so many different ways that a lot of different scientists consider life to start. So like, I don't know, I just think that it's not a viable argument because there are thousands of scientists that say one thing and scientists that say the other. Well, I mean, according to like the University of Chicago, Princeton, over 95% of biologists agree that life begins at conception. So, I mean, I'm sure you can find some articles that say both things, but the the vast majority of biologists agree that it begins at conception. I mean, if we're talking about the Princeton study, literally in the Princeton study, it says pro-life. Like in the link URL, I looked it up specifically. It is an extremely biased source. So, I mean, not the University of Chicago one. Oh, I haven't looked into the University of Chicago one, so I can later. But like specifically with the Princeton one, I see so many people use that statistic. But then it's also a statistic that's taken out of context because there have been scientists that have come forward and said, oh, like my words were taken out of context. The questions were biased. Like it's it's an extremely biased source because it's like to me that just doesn't seem like a viable. The University of Chicago one was not biased. Okay, do you want to send me a link for it later so I can look at it? Yeah, I can later. I'm not going to do it right now. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I mean, life does, it begins at conception, like, unless you want to argue for the 5% of biologists that said it, that say it doesn't, but I mean, we don't take the marginal case and then say, look, that's how it goes. I mean, that's not how we do stuff, but like, it's just, it's, see, this is the problem that I have with the left. See, Mm -hmm. you acknowledge science when it's convenient to you. So then when, when you have 95% of scientists from University of Chicago saying, look, life begins at conception, you're like, oh, no, it's consciousness. But then when it comes to climate change, you're like, oh, yeah, we have to cap trade and do all this different stuff to stop it. Mm-hmm. But when it, comes to the, when it comes to human lives that can be prevented from getting killed, then you just, then you just deny science altogether. I mean, even if you're going to use the 95%, that is specifically I know from the Princeton argument. And again, it's like I'm not going to argue with you because that is what you believe. But there are thousands of different ways that people classify when human life starts. Like I literally have like a whole list of things here that people classify as like when human life starts. And it's like for me personally, if you're going to say that like, oh, we're denying science literally in that article like in the princeton study i know specifically i have i'm not talking about the princeton study anymore okay well even with the chicago like even with that like almost all of those scientists were pro-choice and it's not that we're ignoring science again if we were ignoring science then we would be completely ignoring the fact that oh life starts conception when i just told you all of these different scientists and all these reputable sources that are saying life starts at different times and life starts at consciousness life starts the quickening like there's all of these different ways that it's like if we were ignoring science we'd be ignoring that one thing but instead we're looking at all of the other options besides that one thing if anything you right now specifically would be ignoring science because i just told you there are thousands of different ways that people classify the beginning of human life and yes okay so when do you believe that human life begins um i personally believe like at consciousness is a specific one but like personally i'd say like at the end of the first trimester when it's medically and scientifically considered a fetus so if but if you use the consciousness argument what about people that are in a coma yeah, I mean, you even can't kill, you point. can't kill them. You can't they're, kill them. They're technically yes, not conscious. Can. No, you no, can't. Yes, only you if, can. they're medic- only yeah. if they're medically adjuded. Only if they're yeah, medically yeah. adjuded, brain dead. But you do understand that people who have had a coma have gone through their development. It's yeah. not the same story. We're talking about. Really I don't think that matters. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't believe matter. that matters. You're talking about. Well, are you talking about a situation? It's a consciousness where, defines life, and then we say somebody is not conscious. No, 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 no. She didn't say that it defines life overall. She said that post or pre-birth, the identification of initial consciousness is what gets that definition of life. In terms of a coma, 
You're talking about somebody that has gone through something tragic and has temporarily, or if things don't go so well, permanently lost their consciousness. But that doesn't mean that they never had it. The difference is okay. pre-birth, that that consciousness did not exist until a certain time in the pregnancy. So like, it's not it's not an accurate thing to say, well, there's no consciousness here, so it must be the same in any other situation where somebody doesn't have consciousness. If I get knocked out or fall on the floor, that technically I don't have consciousness. That doesn't mean that I'm suggesting that the value of my life or my consciousness that I had before the accident is the same as a pre-developed fetus or pre-born like a fetus before birth. It's not, it's not a, you know. Yeah, and even I, don't, I don't believe that matters. I just, I don't. I mean, even somebody... literally like in less than nine months, it will have full consciousness and be fully outside of the womb. And you're literally artificially disrupting that by ripping it out of the womb. I don't, I don't see that. Arg I don't see where you're coming well, from. I don't get even, how you don't think, I don't get how you think that's okay. Even I mean, I just, I, Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I, simply, I don't understand how you don't see the difference. We're discussing in the development of a human in the womb, consciousness at its, at, as it comes at specific times. We are not saying once you have consciousness and you lose it temporarily or permanently. No, I hear what you're saying. I hear, I hear exactly well, what you're saying. I just I don't think... I just don't believe that that's justification to kill an unborn human. That's that's just where we differ because I believe that all stages of human life are intrinsically valuable and you don't. Well, the first thing that you said is you made the comparison between somebody who is in the womb and somebody who's in a coma. Exactly. That's true. I, and I'm I'm acknowledging what you're I'm acknowledging what you're saying and I see where you're coming from, but I still don't believe that that is enough that is enough of an argument to unjustifiably kill an innocent human that has done nothing. But, but what my point is that your argument was if we see con uh, consciousness in one way pre-birth and we don't see it as a different way when somebody is in a coma. The, the argument was obviously to get us to say, well, consciousness is here in this situation, but not in the other. Therefore, we're like making an equivalency of the two situations with a fetus being developed and somebody in a coma. Like that's the, it's not like, it's I mean, not. I get, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. But see, the reason why we're not agreeing is because we have different definitions of when we believe that human life is intrinsically valuable and i don't we're not going to come to an agreement on this because me and lance believe that all stages of human life are intrinsically valuable and y'all well, don't all, 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 the only thing that i have issue with is that it is a little bit intellectually dishonest to suggest that the intrinsic value of somebody who has has who has been developed has lived in the world and due to a tragic event they've lost their value that's not what we're saying or implying so i just yeah, I know I, we're not, I, yeah. not going to agree, but at least somewhat accurately uh, represent what we are arguing here. You know? And even like with with what Teddy just said, like you got, you're using like a moral argument. Like, yeah, obviously none of us are going to budge, but your moral argument is that you intrinsically value all stages of human life. However, like that is your moral argument. That is not a fact for every single person. And like right now, that like the fact is, even if like abolishing abortion happens, it's not going to stop the problem. It's not going to stop people from getting abortions. And even not with true. That, oh, That's Teddy, you want to go ahead, Teddy? Go ahead. go ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, even the year before Roe v. Wade, there were only 39 illegal abortion deaths. Only 39. And there were over a hundred thousand. There were over a hundred thousand. So there were over a hundred thousand total abortions. And I mean, the idea the that abortion, abortion rate death doesn't even was going down. It was a trend of going down each year. And then uh, Roby right. Wade's okay. Uh, right. Lance just said it. What you miss is that the number of abortions has been consistently high in the 1930s, 1940s, and 1950s, but it has been going down. What is it? Why is it? Why was it going down, Lance? If I may ask. Uh, no, there's no. There's far. There was far more abortions. Yeah, uh, there's far more. I'm sorry. Okay. The availability of antibiotics. 
1930, there were almost 3,000 deaths of women uh, abortions a year. 1950, oh, yeah, that number science was, was advancing. Yeah, exactly. You just proved oh, exactly. your own point wrong. You literally just said, "Oh, only uh, 39 people died of of illegal." Yeah, I know. I didn't prove anything wrong. No, the thing is, with you, that, science is advancing. So we're saying, with the science of abortion, 39 people are not going to die of unsafe abortion. Okay, That's but even problem. it's not just about people dying of the abortion. I mean, literally, even after abort, a woman who have abortions are 154% more likely to commit suicide than women who give natural birth. I mean, dude, literally, like there have been over 40 studies that have shown a significant increase in like damage to the uterus from abortions. I mean, Lance's mom... Lance, yeah, I don't want to. She had, uh, she had so many abortions. She, she was she's pro-choice very pro-life back now. She's, by she's, the way, she's very pro-life now. Her fallopian tubes were so screwed up; she couldn't have kids for 15 years. She had to go to a doctor and spend thousands and thousands of dollars just to have me. I was uh, literally put together in a lab because the abortions had screwed her out, up so much. Yeah. Uh, when you, after you get abortion, it increases rates of breast cancer, preterm births, and maternal suicide. It's you're saying it's oh, it's so safe. And no, it's not safe because every single abortion ends in the human ends the human life of a baby. So. Not only that, but people that get abortions have like an insane. I'm sorry, I'm, you, we both talked. Y'all go ahead. That's my fault. You're good. Um. Okay. Of that, not again. I will say this: ninety-two percent of abortions, according to the CDC, happen in the first trimester. There is less than a five percent fault rate in first trimester abortions. We're but, not okay, talking about at the moment. We're talking about later in life. It puts women at a one hundred fifty-four percent more likely no, chance to commit Lance, suicide. Lance just made the argument of his mother, and I am telling you, there is a very small chance that yes, that can happen. However, the the chance of that happening is less than five percent of all abortions in in the first trimester. That is almost every single abortion in the in the in the United States happens before that point. And the fact and, is, like, if you okay. if, if you are arguing that yes, people might have fatalities in their not fatalities, um, just problems with their uterus after the fact that that's an abortion. But again, it's not extremely dangerous. There's a five, less than a 5% fault rate in first-term trimester abortions. But can so, you respond to what I said about the fact that women who get abortions are at a 154% more likely chance to commit suicide than people who give natural it birth? It screws that's with their mental health. That's a fact. And people that have cool. like, people that get abortions also have like post-abortion like stress disorder when like they're literally mentally messed up from anywhere from four years to their entire life when they literally like envision like the person taking out the baby from the womb and it literally messes them up for life. The idea that abortion is safe is just not true. It literally puts women at a 154% more likely chance Whoa. to commit suicide. If you're going to it's say- It's not safe. <laughs> it increases- It's not safe. Oh, that's not, not, that's not, not safe. Hold on, Nick. Okay, first of all, what, 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 when someone says abortion is safe, they don't mean every possible determination of what could happen, happen after they have an abortion. In terms of mental health, there has been conflicting evidence, but for the most part, there has not been provable direct evidence that abortions lead to long-term mental health issues post five years. There was an entire investigation under the Reagan administration with, uh, a, uh, with a doctor with the administration, his last name is Coop, who did an investigation to try to find conclusive evidence that mental health, uh, that as a result of abortions taking place, it affected the mental health of women past a five a, a five year period after the abortion, and there was no conclusive evidence of that. And we're not saying that that situation doesn't happen overall. Of course, post-abortion uh, trauma is a thing. There are specific things in different aspects of getting an abortion that lead to mental health. But to suggest that there's evidence that the direct action of an abortion can prove to long-term mental, you know, mental health issues. It doesn't hold up under scrutiny. There was an entire uh, investigation uh, 
by this by the um under the Reagan administration to find exactly that. And since then, there have been numerous studies that find similar uh, oh, results. I have a study too. It's well, called. It's, it's, it's been it's literally been proven as a scientific fact that women are 154 percent more likely to commit suicide after having an abortion. That's a fact. Well, I, a fact. I, I would. I would you can't. You can't dispute I, that. I, I, fact. I, I, that. This is well, a newer well, study. I, by I, the way. I do this wasn't done in the Reagan era. That, I want you to send me that article, but you yeah, also will. You're not, you're not, peer, good, but you're peer not reviewed study. It, 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 it sounds like initially you're saying that women who have an abortion are 154 times more likely to no, uh, suicide. But the, the, well, yeah, 100, 154, right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the thing is that that's not provably due to abortion. There are multiple different aspects of mental health that could come into jeopardy with the decision alone of having to have an abortion, mm -hmm. being faced with that decision of possibly going into poverty and losing everything and having a child. So you're not considering that. And the evidence that 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 is has been developing since the Reagan administration to now 2020 has not found provable correlation between the deterioration long-term deterioration that he was done in 2010 in abortions well let's but again as i said there are different aspects provable. of abortion that could result to those kinds of consequences in mental yeah. health simply the decision of an abortion could be a factor to that unless you prove specifically factor. That abortion hold on Unless you prove, prove specifically that abortions are a result of long-term mental health issues, which there has not been done yet conclusively, that's when you have you can form the argument. Until we'll then, send, it's, we'll send you the article afterwards. It's, it's, it's a matter of we'll send you the article afterwards. It's, it's definitely fact. conclusive. It's and definitely. I, 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 I'll, I'll, all right. I also want to like add on to what Teddy said. So there was a study done with a thousand women over the past 10 years and every single one of them went through an abortion over the past 10 years and 99% of them did not regret having an abortion. So even if like you are saying, oh, this is specifically at the point, like women who have had abortions are more likely to commit suicide. That's, that's not just what, like, there's so many other factors that contribute to just specifically wanting to somebody for, if somebody wants to commit suicide, the thing is literally like, like, people are in poverty. It's 75% of abortions that were done last year. 75% of them were, um, up, they were clear. They were, oh my gosh, 50% of those were under the U S poverty line. And then the rest of the 25% were making minimum wage. And the thing is with that, there are so many other aspects of depression. You can't even you, like, the fact is you can't relate that one specific thing to suicide. It doesn't just work like that. There isn't just one time in somebody's life. Somebody like, oh yeah, now, now I want to commit suicide. It does not work like that. I get what you're saying, but you try to make the argument that if people in poverty, then they should just abort it. Okay. Well, Whoa, if, they, if they want to, if they I want say to. That? No, no, no. You said, you said that most abortions are done about like people in poverty are making doesn't, money. It right? doesn't justify it's, it's, it because they're poor. It's, 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 no, it's a statistical fact. Uh, yes, I understand that. I understand that. But let, let me respond, okay? So okay. there are plenty of like pro-life charities out there that mm -hmm. want to help mothers, like True Options, Embrace Grace, and such many other charities that want to help these women get through this. There's literally charities out there that will pay for the woman to have a birth. 30, 000, pay for the woman to choose life. Over $30,000. They'll, they'll pay for your daycare, your diapers. Anything that you need, everything. Free. If if you need, uh, if you're poor and you you decide to have uh, to choose life, they'll help you out. It, 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 there's no excuse to kill a baby, even if you're poor. So that's, if you're that's, poor, you literally there's other options. Also, like adoption. adoption and adoption, true options, embrace grace, and other organizations like that will literally help you choose life, and they'll pay for your stuff if you're poor. That's okay. That is again like a circumstance. I I, I assure you, they're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. Six hundred thousand, especially urban areas where okay, most people six, are in poverty. Six hundred thousand. That would be six hundred thousand from the statistic of seventy five percent. I can assure you that all of these charities are not going to be donating to six hundred 
thousand women. That makes no sense. I know that legalize abortions. Most women aren't going to choose a, a dangerous, unsafe abortion. Why would you? Who would choose it to go over to back alley and actually choose to have an unsafe, because dangerous abortion? Because they can't abortion? afford a Most child. women wouldn't do that. Who, who in your who in your right mind would go over and get a okay. coat hanger right. stuck inside? Yeah, of you? you cannot say that because you. There are was not literally thirty nine deaths from at the year before Roe v. Wade, and there was of over a hundred thousand abortions in the entire United total. States. But Over a hundred thousand done total, but there's and there was only thirty nine. That's, that's only okay. thirty nine. You guys are yeah, and like, you know how many so lives many that would have saved. No, no, no. no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen. The, 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 oh my gosh, the net gain from this, we're saving about a million babies a year if we illegalize abortion, and that's a huge net gain. That's a huge net gain. You can go. Did, next you, not, did you mean? If if we illegalize abortion, most abortion will stop. Okay. That's um, a fact. I mean, okay, most wait, 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 and not even just most, literally almost all. Here, almost all. Here, here. You crack, and if you crack down on the doctors that are doing illegal abortion, it'll be even less. Oh, nobody, nobody in the nobody in the pro-life movement wants to just stop abortion and do nothing else. We obviously have to do some stuff before we end abortion. Like, but again, you have like, better sex prostitute. education. We're fine with that. We're, we're fine with making contraceptives cheaper and more accessible. Yeah, like honestly, all against if that. Planned Parenthood, if Planned Parenthood stops doing abortions, I'm perfectly fine with funding them. If they want to give, if if we can end abortion and give cheaper contraceptives to, for women to women <clears> to <throat> Planned Parenthood, I'm perfectly yeah. fine with funding Planned that's Parenthood. Fine. Okay, that helps no, no, I'm that, perfectly fine with good. that. That's good. I'm 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 very happy that you support the idea of government funding contraceptive use. I completely agree with you. I don't know about you know your uh. uh Audience, but only, if, only if abortion is only if abortion but, is illegal. Only if abortion what? is illegal. That's not gonna. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this a little Go bit. Go ahead, Teddy. If you were to have legal abortions in the United States and you made contraceptives free, that would reduce the rate of abortions from between sixty-two to seventy-eight percent over a ten-year period. So you're telling me that we would have to make abortions illegal. That would have to be the precondition, and then we would have to then say, okay, now we'll fund some contraceptives and. Uh, yes. I don't. I don't know if I misinterpret you. Okay, fine. I, I mean, that's kind of ridiculous if you ask me. But if I misinterpreted you, do you? So do just you because my viewpoint is different than yours, it's ridiculous. That's okay. Should contraceptives be free? No. Why? I think. I think that if, if, if you were to make them free, that would result in a sixty-two to seventy-eight percent. Okay, I'm fine with the abortion. Cheap but free. That's far. I'm not gonna pay for other people's uh, bad decisions. Oh, that you're sounds very pro-life to me, if you ask me. You want to know how many abortions there would be? We're talking about reducing the number of abortions. That is the priority. Can the th four of us at least agree that the decision to have an abortion or a pregnancy for somebody who uh, might have um, uh, mental uh, issues, physical um, problems with their health, it is a hard decision that must be at least taken seriously? Mm -hmm. by all oh, yeah, it's a hard, yeah, if you don't take it seriously, it's a hard decision. Good. I, okay, that's good. So let's take that energy with us when we talk about contraceptive use with all, all the evidence that would suggest that an expansive use of contraceptives would reduce the number of abortions and the thing we're is not that they have contraceptives we're not against contraceptives specifically that making them cheaper not free uh, cheaper no 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 no. what you said is that making them free would be subsidizing other people's bad choices did you not say that just about three minutes ago i meant like if we start paying for everyone's uh, contraceptives, I don't want to pay for somebody else's condom. Why, why would I need to pay for somebody else? Like you can literally go to a con you can literally get a condom from a gas station for three dollars, and it's ninety nine point ninety nine point seven percent effective. If you really want to have sex that bad, you should want to invest three dollars. Invest three dollars if you're really that worried. Invest three dollars in a condom if you're going to have sex. Simple as that. Simple as that. It's it's. It's 99.7% right, effective. Okay, okay, okay. For, they're like, 
First of all, I asked a few questions that I didn't get. <laughs> just, let, just let <laughs> Teddy talk. It's like a yes or no question. Just okay, go. number two, condoms are effective when used properly. When they're used yeah, right, we, there have been should be used properly. pregnancies are the top leading cause of abortions in the United States. And a vast majority of those are a result of irregular use of contraceptives. So it's not as simple to say, go buy a condom. People might not know how to use condoms. And by the way, that's why sexual exactly. education- Exactly, teach sex education in schools. Exactly. Yes, we all-, we all Nobody, nobody, nobody in the poll is against that. We're not against that. Let me ask you something. I didn't imply that. I'm just saying that that is an important thing to do. But do you happen to know who the largest provider of sexual education is in the United States? Planned Parenthood. All right, and would you defund Planned Parenthood? If they, uh, we, okay, okay, as of right I'm now, perfectly fine. Yes. With, okay, listen. The easiest if way they, to do this is just to teach. Okay, the easiest way to do this is just to teach sex education in schools. That's the easiest way to do it. Kids get taught it. Okay, that's the easiest way to do it. We well, don't need Planned they, Parenthood. Okay. We don't need Planned Parenthood to teach sex education. You can what, literally what just do it? that at school. Because at school, listen, no, right no, no. now, let, let me finish. Let me finish. At, okay, go at ahead. schools oh. right now, we're teaching abstinence, and that's obviously working like shit. Okay. Nobody is nobody listens to that bull crap. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you teach, if you teach safe sex in schools, if you teach safe sex in schools, you won't need to fund Planned Parenthood for sex education. Look, I'm perfectly fine with funding Planned Parenthood if they stop aborting 365,000 freaking individual human beings every year until they stop doing that. I'm 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 no I'm not for funding them. I'm done. What you're what you're missing is the millions of women and millions of mothers that are not necessarily in high school. Yeah, it's and by the way, by the way, the sex education initiative in the United States alone provides education to 1.2 million people, but that number is a lot larger in international countries where in some of these cases in Latin America, some girls that are of teenage age and some young women don't even go to college. So it's not as simple as to suggest, well, we can teach it in schools because this is a global issue, number one. Number two, I'm talking there is about like middle school, like in eighth, like an eighth grade. Just I teach was, it, make it mandatory to teach safe sex is. education in schools. It is mandatory. No, it's not. They school. teach yes, they teach abstinence. They teach not, abstinence in schools. Not they teach abstinence. In high school. They don't they don't teach safe sex, they teach abstinence. And it doesn't That's work. That's not true. It depends on what school you go to. Okay, literally, the vast majority teaches abstinence. They don't teach safe sex in hardly any schools. If you teach I've never it in, taken a class if, like that. If you teach safe sex in eighth grade, literally everybody goes to eighth grade. Okay. I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't care. It would result in less abortions, less everything. People would know how to have sex properly without getting pregnant. And okay? in the long term, it would do better. So again, I'm not okay with funding any organization that does 365,000 killings every year. I'm doing something, man. Come on. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's going on, bro? It's his roommate. I, I don't like sharing. Space the door, bro. They literally teach abstinence in schools and it doesn't work. Yeah, well, clearly that's why I think well, I think that's why you should teach us, safe yeah, sex. All of us better agree with sex that. education. Every single one of us here agrees with that. I can mm -hmm. I can promise you that. So we we good on that. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Not only do we agree, the thing is that we go further and realize that everything regarding sex and sexual relationships and birth and abortions, etc., cannot be provided to all people enough to reduce abortions, the rate of which abortions happen in a school setting. That's the thing. So it's important to have an individual or a different uh, uh, nonprofit organization funded at least partly by the government, such as Planned Parenthood, to take that initiative to different aspects of society, not just education. Again, as long as they stop doing 365,000 abortions every year and selling selling baby parts, I'm perfectly okay, fine with that, it. That, <laughs> that has been like, like that has been debunked. Like yet they it was literally a court case. Will, it was literally will, a court case. They got yes. sued over it. 
Yeah. And they but, lost the lawsuit. No, but there's been undercover journalists that literally have exposed this. Yeah, and those undercover journalists got sued. Like that's what happened. They yeah, got, they, they sued them when they when they literally showed the truth to the world. So Oh, okay. you're not talking about Project Veritas, are you? Uh, not Project Veritas. There's other organizations. Project, too. Don't, yeah, what do you Veritas have against Project Veritas? What? It's just a, it's a it's a smear organization. I don't I don't think they're reliable. Thank you. Yeah, they literally have been found of editing. And by the way, they pushed a lot of this narrative that Planned Parenthood was approving the sale of uh parts of fetuses for um you know research. They yeah. they they posted a lot of those videos. Most of edited. them were completely debunked. A lot yeah. of them were edited, so it's not again. We're not say. talking about Project Veritas. We're well, talking about how they. We're talking about how they literally got sued over it and lost the lawsuit. Well, the the thing is that I have not, from one credible source, seen that there has been undercover yeah. uh, reporting or video or anything of that sort of initiative taking place. What I do know is that the notion that Planned Parenthood has been using fetal tissue for um you know what, what you know what the talk point is that has been completely refuted and yeah. debunked again i'm not donald trump i'm not donald trump i'm talking about yeah. this one case that they lost they lost because they got caught selling baby parts that's that's what I i'm talking about I'll, I'll send you the we'll send you after can i, I'll send can you, I I'll send say you something after. too yeah. with the research that i've done specifically on it um I know that there is there it, it's not specifically selling like even if you look at the one video of them at like lunch or like dinner do you guys know what I'm talking about like that video where they're like having a meal and she's talking about like prices that range from like $3200 Yeah Those, again it doesn't yeah. that, that's not even that big of a deal to me if uh, the big deal is the 365,000 abortion oh, okay. that needs to that needs to stop that's not even that, I'm, that I just kind of added that just for a little soundbite but oh. Okay <laughs> I mean I mean, sound bite. it's like morally again, like personally, I don't think it's bad for a woman to get an abortion. I'm like, that's like, yeah, like you think that specifically that you don't, that you just don't support it. But it's like, I, I mean, you're, like if you're just going to continue arguing that like, oh, I don't, I don't like Planned Parenthood because there are 300,000 abortions. It's like, that's 365,000. Okay. That's sorry. I didn't know it exactly. But again, it's like, that's not going to. It's not going to get us anywhere, personally. But okay. Well, again, just just to state my position again, I'm perfectly fine with funding Planned Parenthood to give sex education and and lower price or free contraceptives if they stop doing that many abortions. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, do y'all have anything else you want to add? We've kind well, of you know, obviously. We well, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things. <laughs> I actually read a study once that showed like. Like changing your mind from pro-life to pro-choice or vice versa is like one of the yeah. hardest things to change oh, your mind. I, like it's literally impossible. Can I say that? Actually, it's not. I was I I was pro-life like majority of my. I life. was too. Well, you were a little you were a little kid though, right? Like no, I actually read like, a, in, like all the way through middle school until eighth grade. Well, yeah, maybe in y'all's instances, but I did read a study once that showed it. Like once you're like fully like grown and everything, it's like it literally. It's hard to change your to change opinions. Your, it's like literally that. impossible to change your opinions. Yeah, maybe, so that's why I don't really, really know. Yeah, again, I'm not arguing. I'm not using this to argue anything on the pro life side. I'm just just stating a fact, just stating a study that I read once that it's hard to change your mind. Do y'all have anything that you want to add to more further validate your argument or anything like that? Um. Well, I kind of, I, I actually wanted to say something. Um, Go ahead. I heard you say that, like the the statistic, um, the like the suicide rate with 154. I don't remember what the exact uh, percentage was. Yeah. So if it's like, do you guys support um, like easier access to get help for mental support and like 
be able like for for help for suicide i mean like yeah technically it's a part of healthcare and like therapy is a part of healthcare but like if if you specifically care about like all life like you you compare all life like do you support if if that is a true yeah i mean suicide i mean yeah there's like suicide hotlines and everything everything like that that's not the thing is how many people call suicide hotlines i mean i don't know you'd be more likely to call a suicide hotline than go into a hospital and get help I mean, I think. I mean, people are more likely to probably end their life than call a suicide hotline. But well, yeah, again, but they're going to be more likely to call a suicide hotline than drive all the way to the hospital. No, I'm I'm saying like more access for like therapy. Like, about yeah, I know, but what I'm what I'm know, saying is if somebody's going to end their life, what I'm saying is we already have suicide hotlines and stuff like that. They're going to be more likely to do that rather than drive all the way to the hospital and talk to somebody about their problems. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't even want no, to open up to doctors like that. Works. That's not what no, I'm saying. I understand. What I'm saying specifically. Okay, never mind. That's fine. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? I'm sure Progressive Intel has like ten pages written down. Well, how long how, how long are you uh, how long are you looking like? We can go on for I mean, we're here for thirty six minutes. I mean, I can go for another hour if we really want to. There's three thousand six hundred people in here. <laughs> That's a lot. That is like three times as many people as I've ever had in a live stream. I mean, then let's just continue the argument. You know, go to yeah. other aspects of the. There's no reason for us to like stop talking. Like, there are thousands of things we could talk about specifically, like with like. Emily well, yeah, I know. So it's like I know. I mean, if you. But y'all's y'all's goal by coming on here is to change our mind, or at least make us look stupid. So, like, is there anything that y'all want to add? My goal was to have a conversation, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I said, I said, I said, <laughs> um, no, I said, change your change your hmm. mind or make us look stupid. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, the one. clips are nice. If you if you want if you want the clips, I mean, I mean, everybody wants clips. You know, everybody let's be clips. honest. Everybody wants clips. Um, I mean, we could talk about like what other part. I mean, if you want, like, if y'all want to dip, then that's cool too. I know, but like, um, oh, and one thing, okay, y'all didn't address this, so I'm not going to say that y'all think this, mm -hmm. um, but usually people that are, I'm like echoing, somebody's echoing on yeah. my side. Is it me? Um, I, I'm, I don't hear an echo. Um, okay, I think we're good now. Okay. Um, so you, I'm not saying that y'all do this. I'm just saying that usually people that are pro-choice make the claim that the only reason that men are pro-life is because they want to control women's bodies. Like a lot of pro-choice people say that, but I'm not saying that y'all say that, but say a lot of people. That, it, uh, you know, again, it, it depends on the circumstance. I don't inherently believe yeah, that that's your circumstance. Are, Yeah, I know. I know. I wasn't saying y'all did. I wasn't right. saying y'all did. Yeah. I but mean, like, yeah, just, just, just so you know, we're against IFV clinics that literally harvest IVF. embryos and grow them and then throw them away. We're against that too as well. That, sh that shouldn't Not all of them do that. The majority of them actually like freeze them, but um, we're against those. So. So it's not it's not about controlling it's the women's bodies. It's, it's about, about it's about about preventing human life from being taken away. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that I would argue that restricting abortion is not the best way to do that. I mean, yeah. obviously, I disagree, but that's just an honest disagreement. I mean, I can make the case as to why. But the thing is that there are multiple well, yeah. instances where people on the right have suggested that it, it is appropriate to ban abortion, but they value the ideals of small government. And uh, you know, low budgets too much to actually take action to the preventative things that would do that. You know, I mean, I would think that if we have a goal, we would do what research says most effective in achieving that goal. But it, again, we're not just again, we're not just for outlawing abortion. 
That's not what the pro-life movement is about. We can't just get rid of abortion and do nothing else. That would obviously be horrible. There has to be other things. So what but else? Yes, I, explain am normal, I am normally a small government person, but I believe that the three duties of the government are to protect people's life, liberty, and property. Liberty and, and happiness. And protecting unborn fetuses from dying is yeah. life. Is life. Life begins at conception. So, yep. I mean, I believe that that is a duty of the government. Do you want to talk about this again? I heard that. Wait, I just want to ask her a question. You said something about most abortions happen before the 13th week, right? Yeah, 92%. Correct? 92%. 92%. According to so, the CDC, yeah. Yeah, according to the CDC. So um, when I was looking into it, most women find out they're pregnant between the fourth and the seventh uh, week, correct? Yes. Um, Everyone so knows it's, it's, fourth it's, and the seventh week. Usually that's when they find out they're pregnant. It's, 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 I've done, I did the research on this. So, okay. Um, yes. So that is. Uh, usually when a mother finds out she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. Heartbeat and brain activity start five and six weeks. Okay. So usually after the mother decides to have an abortion, it takes mm -hmm. five to two weeks to get the abortion. Okay? Five days to two weeks, not five. So not at five. the least, at least most situations, baby will already have a heartbeat when you are aborting it. Okay. And in a lot of situations it'll have, it'll be able to maintain homeostasis and it has brain That's activity. That's not true. That's true. Yes, to, main, to maintain homeostasis, the West Oregon University said homeostasis, homeostasis, to maintain homeostasis, the baby has to have function of the kidneys, pancreas, and liver. And these usually develop between the fifth oh. and the twelfth week, right oh. when most abortions happen. So that's uh, Wait, can you say like the last little bit of that again? It like cut out for me. Oh, okay. okay. So, so according to West Oregon University, the main thing. No, I Yes. He was breaking up really bad. He was okay. Up really look, bad. Can you hear me or no? Yeah, I can hear you. Go to ahead. maintain homeostasis, the West Oregon University says that you need function of kidneys, pancreas, and the liver. Most of this gets developed between the fifth and the twelfth week when most. <laughs> Most abortion happens. You said it yourself. Most abortion happens before the 13th week. Sorry, guys. I had to lighten the mood. Baby can maintain homeostasis, has a heartbeat, and has brain activity before the 13th week. I can. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So biggest thing is they are starting to develop. They are not fully developed. There is. Right. There is no way at all that uh, that before 13 weeks an embryo can be fully developed. That makes absolutely no sense. Is that what we said? That's literally not what we said. You said that the organs are developed. We have developed between the fifth and the twelfth week. So they're but functional. They're functional they between the fifth and the twelfth week. The yes, they are. No. Yes, they the are. brain, specifically the brain, I have it. I have a source right here because I, I made a whole thing about brain activity. The the brain is not fully developed at all until we the never 30, said that. We weren't yeah. claiming that it was. We fully didn't say that. We said, said brain, brain activity. activity. At six and a six and a half weeks, according to the CDC. Brain activity. So you're just saying that's like all of these little things start developing that. A that an embryo you can de you can detect brain waves. I forget what the test is. I think it's an EEG. You can detect brain waves on an EEG at six to six and a half weeks on a um, fetus. And, and and so like all of these organs that start developing in the first trimester, like like they're like less than like a millimeter. Okay, long. so size so, doesn't matter. Let me. It doesn't matter because it's small. It just because it's small Did doesn't you mean you kill it. science didn't matter? I said size. No, we said that he said the fact no. it's small doesn't mean it matters. I said the size doesn't matter. I think I might have cut out. I said size does not matter. But the thing about that is size does not matter, guys. Don't take that out of context. Lance is in love, boys. Okay. Oh my gosh. So the thing is, you can't. 
if you're are you specifically saying that because they're ah, ah, ah if you're saying specifically that these little that the, that, the, that the beginning of the developing organs say mean that it can maintain homeostasis it maintains homeostasis through the through the umbilical cord specifically and in it, okay okay <laughs> okay, if you leave a newborn to its natural processes without the mother, it's gonna it's die gonna whenever die. it yeah. runs out of food. Exactly. Or water. So if you want to make that birth. argument, technically a newborn can't survive. That's on how survival. it maintains homeostasis. You just proved my point. By the way, you, no, you I said didn't. No, you said it. No, we didn't. Baby cannot survive no, on its own even it. after it's out of the womb without the mother. So you're, you're basically saying oh, that we can also kill babies itself. because they can't maintain homeostasis outside the womb. We're not saying that. I'm asking you a yes or no question. I'm you know, this is the, go, this is go, the kind yeah, of thing I, I mean. Oh, the only thing she was saying, saying, well, she was making the distinction between the development, the difference between a fetus that is beginning the process to develop homeostasis and a newborn baby. She's just making the difference. She's not saying that their value, like the, they're the, the same level of value. Like that's no, not what she yeah, said. Yeah, we never said that you said, we never, no, we never said I was, that she said that. was the implication. She said, oh, I now. Said that's the argument she's trying to make. No, my, I'm asking you a question. I didn't even start my argument. My question was, are you saying because there are like minuscule, the beginning of a developing organ, which is not even close to being able, like it's not even close to being fully developed until the end of the second trimester, means that in the first trimester, because there are developing organs, means that it can maintain homeostasis. It develops organs usually between the fifth and the twelfth week. So by the time uh, the 13th week happens, these kidneys are functioning. Kidney and pancreas and liver are functioning by the time the end. Okay. Yes. According, according to West Oregon, what defines homeostasis is the internal regulation and function of the kidneys, the pancreas, and liver. These develop between the fifth and twelfth week. Yeah, okay. they begin developing. They aren't fully developed. No, no they develop between the fifth and the twelfth week. So no, you, said you said develops. You said develops. They develop during that time period. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. When does Not it fully develop? develop. It when develops. It? Tell me when it when? fully. Well, I mean, technically, it fully develops once you're a fully grown person. I mean, your organs no, continue to grow as you're growing. There's a difference. No, have... but in function. Okay, that, yes, it is true. Either. The size of organs of a newborn baby and the size of organs of an 18-year-old are two different sizes. Please. There's, they there's, function there's, the same. Exactly. There's they a difference. The there's, there's a, in, like, yeah. They do function the same. So the baby can maintain homeostasis outside the womb. No. Yes. Oh, I'm yes. saying yes. that once the, once the action that kidneys like once they are developed as you know <laughs> once they're initially developed they're able to do what they do after that the Teddy, side... this man's out here he's, he's out here saying the n-word get that off my stream bro why'd you put it on the screen <laughs> because i wanted to let you know that he'd be saying that crap right. like, get that off my stream okay. okay can i finish my point please yeah there okay go hold huge... on i'm trying to find who said that so i can block them off <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to. I was letting you know that you were talking about comments. I'm trying to find that so I can delete this. So I can get him off the stream. I can't find it now. I was gonna put it up there so I can click on it and block it, but now I can't find it. God dang it! Oh, he's right there. He's right there. I just saw. Wait, where? No. Can you say wait. It again? Yeah, with like the little Kermit as like the. Where did it go? I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right, continue, continue. If he says it again, I'll block him. Continue. Okay. There is, you cannot say something can maintain homeostasis when the, like, when it it's not even a fully functional organ. If you, Yes, it starts developing in the first trimester as every part of it does. It's not just, 
it's yeah, it's going to develop into a fetus. But the thing is, you cannot relate like specific homeostasis of an individual to the developing organs of a first trimester embryo because they're at completely different stages. The first trimester embryo, literally the spinal cord and the neural tube don't even fully function, like don't fully develop until the 33rd week. And even before that, yes, there is activity, but that doesn't <laughs> stop, Nick. Oh, stop this. It was funny. But that doesn't mean that. That doesn't functional. even make sense. I don't no, know no sense. How does he see that on the screen? What? Okay. <laughs> They just know he's thick. Oh, Lance, are you Teddy, saying? Stand up. I'm just kidding. Are you no, saying? No, I'm not gonna stand up. Are you? What? Are you saying that because obviously, are... without, obviously not without help. Of course, you would have to hook up the baby to devices to keep it running, That's but it can't funny. survive. Dude, you're you're breaking up. I can't. I cannot hear what Nick, you're saying. Not Nick. Bro, Lance, oh let my me gosh. correct you right now. I literally made a specific video on this. You are saying what I just got from what you're saying. I might be totally wrong. That it might. It, it, it could get hooked up to a few things to survive. Literally, at the only point that a fetus is viable outside of the mother's womb is at least at 21 weeks. In the third, before 13 weeks, in no way, shape, or form, if the embryo is taken out of the, stop, stop. stop. If the embryo is taken out of the body, it literally it, it, there's no there's no way it can survive on its own or even hooked up to machines. If like that is that is a fact. That is a scientific fact. Okay. Again, all, all the West Stages of human life are valuable. Can one of you I'll guys just talk at one time? Oh, that's changing the argument. No, I, I thought we were talking specifically about the ability to yeah, maintain homeostasis. About embryology. Yeah, again, but embryology. an infant, if left to its natural processes, can't maintain homeostasis for a long time. It'll die of without water or food or something. It still has to have its mother no, help it. Just, no, no, just no. like a fetus has to have its mother help it. That's a completely yes. different comparison. You no, it's not. Yes, it no, is. it's not. Yeah, In both situations, the, the baby needs the mother to survive. Yeah, but yes, you disagreed with me. So, in homeostasis, the homeostasis, the baby has to have the mother in both situations, inside or outside. Okay, all right, let's settle this for once. The difference is, yeah, you see, I'm using my hands because you got me. The fetus, stop, nutrients in the womb on the umbilical cord physically, right. Of a babe, an infant does depend on the mother, but not physically on her physical being, right? That's the, the significant difference. It depends on action in in the in you know in pre-birth in pregnancy, it is inaction from on behalf of the mother, but it uses her body to feed. You like okay, it still it, uses her body to feed outside oh, the womb. Oh, not directly. Okay, okay Nick, please stop. Lance, Lance, I have a question. What are you gonna say yes. then to the kids that are adopted or that live with two gay dads? Like it's a if you're saying just the mother, I'm not saying the entire no. life, I'm saying when it's an infant. Yes, you did. No, you literally just said it can only survive, it, it needs its mother to survive outside of the womb. Yes, outside the womb, outside the womb, as in once it's born, it's a baby not. can't literally a baby can't feed without its mother, or Man, at least somebody that's caring for them. Okay, 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 okay. Here, what about this? What about this? What about the fact that a baby has to breastfeed? Uh, it doesn't have it's the mom. It's still okay. has to be attached to the mother to get milk. That's not true. Well, let's 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 look at it this way, right? This is a screwdriver, this is a pen. All right. <laughs> all right. If a fetus depends on the mother physically, they're like this. It is attached biologically, right? If okay. we're talking about breastfeeding, we're talking about where the baby does this temporarily on the you see you have me talking about such an awkward situation but the it's, point is that it's still completely different it is not inherently and biologically dependent like this fused 
together, right? It's, it's still dependent on the mother it, right outside the womb. It's still dependent on the mother. It's still dependent on the mother or a caretaker right when it's outside the womb. It cannot maintain. You're, you're basically trying to say a baby can literally eat and feed on its own once it's out the womb. That's not true. It can't maintain homeostasis without a caretaker or the mother. Lance. That's true. You can... There is a complete difference between a, an embryo or a stop. <laughs> there is a difference between an embryo being physically attached. Yes, I know. I'm not yeah, saying that it's not physically attached. Lance, let me finish. Go, you, go. you word for word just said that a, a, a baby compared to a fetus or an embryo. Yes, it, literally, it, a baby needs. Like somebody to feed it. That is common. It does. Yes, that's what we said. does need somebody to feed it. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's okay. dependent on the same way. Let me finish. Please. Go. Let me finish. Go, please. I, just, I don't understand. Because there's a. You cannot compare. A, a fetus or an embryo getting the exact same nutrients from an umbilical cord through the stomach, through the belly button, to to a breastfeeding. That makes no sense. That we're makes, not saying it's the exact same exactly thing. No, it's yeah, not. We're, we're saying, saying it, it's we're still saying, dependent lance, lance, on a mother lance, or caretaker. Lance, lance, you can lance, go. Lance, you can go this lance, time. Lance. Okay, you can go. We're can saying go. we're saying that both are dependent on some on the mother or a caretaker to take care of them. That's but what you we're understand saying. the difference. You understand, you understand the difference. Yeah, I understand that it's different, but I'm saying that they both are dependent. I think it is. A we're talking about the ingrained, biologically infused attachment of a fetus and its mother, and like you know, breastfeeding. It's not that difference not, is kind of significant. We're not saying it's the same. That is. We're not saying it's the same. We're saying we just don't see it. We just since we're pro-life and we see all stages of life of human life as valuable, we just we see it as more significant than y'all do. That's that's just the difference. We just so, have a difference of ideas. Again, you're just we're talking about we're talking about two different things now. Now we're talking about oh, how does a baby depend on a mother and a fetus depend on the mother? How are they different? How are they like? And then we go to now oh well, we just don't value life as much. Like it's yeah. completely unrelated. You don't, you don't you value unborn life. As much. Relation. Look, that's a fact. The, what's the fact? That you don't value unborn life as much. No, as I value the reproductive rights of a woman. I value the life of a baby. A, so you don't. So you think that. So you call. Okay, you think that a woman taking a life is a reproductive right? That's not a reproductive right. Yeah, that's a reproductive right. That is, baby that is has a murder. The right to life. That is a murder. That's. I don't agree homicide, with that. So. Well, okay, can I talk okay. about the homicide law specifically for a second? The homicide yeah. law is divided by state. A lot of states say it's only double homicide, specifically after the first trimester, which, again, if you take into consideration 90 Wait, did Lance make the double homicide argument? No, yeah. I didn't. Yes, no, you okay. did. I, I said it's a homicide if you kill a baby. If you, you have an abortion, it's practically a homicide. It's it's you're killing a baby. Yeah, what? we're not we're not saying that. The not, I didn't bring up the double homicide the, thing. The double because the double homicide is different because the woman actually wants the baby in that case. Usually, yeah. yeah. When the woman wants the baby, you guys are all like, "Oh, it's argument. a baby." But when the woman doesn't want the baby, but here here's the thing. Years, so, so say say a woman gets say a woman gets raped, okay, and she decides to go to her rapist house and kill the rapist the next day. She gets charged with first degree murder. She gets charged with first degree murder for killing a horrible person. But then she decide. But then she can just kill an innocent human being and have no repercussions whatsoever. And we call that a re reproductive right. You don't tell you me don't. how that make. Tell me how that makes sense. Tell me how that makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make doesn't. any sense. Uh, you y'all, can I talk now? Yeah, go. I'm not talking. Okay. Mm. Well, the thing like, for me specifically, I like 
that hey GTA, stop saying that crap in my chat. All right, you're getting blocked, sir. I'm what? glad you didn't put it in the actual thing this time. <laughs> yeah, don't put that in the stream. It's like specifically for me, like my specific like moral value on the situation is first trimester abortion is 110% ethical. Before medically or scientifically even considered a fetus, like that to me, that is ethical. And I like we're not gonna agree on this. The thing I don't even know why we're trying to argue because you're oh he's the thing is what, what would you call uh after conception happens what would you call that it wouldn't be a life or no what, it's what would an it? embryo it's an what is an embryo is it alive it's cellular life yeah it's, so it's life but what, admit it's life but what what kind you of cells are they? what kind of cells are they what kind of are cells they homo are, they? are they moose oh, cells okay. oh, are, they, are they are they human are they dna is there here's, here's, here's is the moose dna human you DNA? say it's cellular life but what wait, wait, wait. Let's it, here's the policy in the way this argument is going to go all right you're going to try to get us say it's human cells it's a she human cell it was so life so life. the difference is to suggest to suggest that something is human life it is granting them personhood right that is a completely different scenario just because something is identifiable as cellular life in the development of a human, that does not inherently mean that they have personhood. Yeah, and right? it, of human, all stages of human like, life are valuable. If you're gonna again, That's if you're okay. gonna say that, Nick, that is your like that is your moral compass on the situation but again okay, so you say it's a life, that, then that's your moral compass and your moral life. compass is a human would be right it's a human reproductive right to take the life of a, another human my i i you want me to repeat what i said for yeah me? i know what you said you said that cellular life is you said that a cellular life isn't the same as one that has like personhood isn't yeah you said that it's not the same thing okay that's I like comparing bacteria to me no, it's not. A bacteria is no, not, not a human. That's human life. Do we want to talk There's about bacteria is human life? I do not want to bring up the tumor, can, like that the cancerous tumor argument, but I will bring it up because literally if we're comparing, literally, if you It's take, not the same. A cancerous tumor is not separate unique DNA. Oh my God. Not separate unique DNA. Please let me talk. Like you both are talking over each other. And I just want to finish a statement. Go ahead. Go ahead. So if you like, I made a video on with Lance specifically on this. If you want to check it out, um, but the thing is, if you're if you're taking like if you're if you're looking at the what what how the life depends on the mother or the human that a cancer tumor cell is attached to in a first trimester embryo, the properties are almost identical. They both rely for specific nutrients on the human. And even with a cancerous tumor cell, they have a mutated strand of human DNA. So they have a separate strand of DNA from the host. And even with that, it's like, I can't compare an embryo, like an embryo, to, to me, I, I can't. I physically cannot compare that to me. Yeah, there might be a DNA genetic makeup, but every single follicle on my skin, every single cell in my organ has a DNA in it. It's not. Yes, there is. There is. There are few cells that have a separate strain of human DNA, but the fact is, every part of my body has a strain of DNA. That is not a good argument, and it, because even with the cancerous tumor cell, you're taking that, and it has almost identical properties of life. It's not the, like you cannot. Compare. Okay, but there's a difference. Cancer doesn't grow into a baby and, and it literally gets birthed. Cancer yeah, doesn't do cancer that. also cancer doesn't do that. Cancer Can also is babies are born of cancer. Life. Cancer well, is also literally an endangering threat to your life. Well, Obviously, no. you're going to take it out. You cannot compare a cancer cell to an like, well, human embryo. If if, if there is if the fetus is fatal if if the fetus's birth is fatal to the mother, then yeah, it's that's that's C-section. C-section. So C -section. the risk of 
the risk of dying from a C-section is less than the risk of dying from a I natural birth in the United true. States. It's true. I looked it up. I looked it up. It's like a one thousand. It's like a one thousandth of a percent. That's like. Wow. C-section. Do you, oh, wait, wait. Do you know how much? A First starters. Do you know how much a C-section costs? Oh, or, but what about embrace grace and true options? We just said they will pay for your stuff if you choose life. But that's okay. I, 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 I'm literally pay for stuff. That's a non-argument. Sure that a private charity would be able to pay for every C-section in the United States. You know, a country with a population more than 300. Well, I mean, first of all, anyways, the, the argument that it endangers the mother. Okay, so your solution to overpopulation is just killing people. That's okay, that's literally that's literally what you said. What are you, I did not say. Did you hear me say, oh, we should kill people because overpopulation? This is the problem. Well, no, you How said you used overpopulation look, look. as an excuse to justify abortion. That's what you did, isn't it? No, I didn't. All I said is that to point to charity to suggest that they're able to cover up all expenses possible from a pregnancy or yeah, a C-section. Yeah, but that's only for people that who, are, who, are, who aren't well off. Scenario. Of course, we're not going to pay for nothing, nothing well off. I said nothing Dude. I said nothing about overpopulation, and I didn't say anything about killing anybody. I'm just simply saying that it, you have to be realistic in the terms of paying for these sort of, sort of things. To have a C-section, it, it, it costs quite a bit of money to have a C-section. 4600 by the right. way. And like we said, we're not going to just outlaw abortion and do nothing else. Literally, there's like these charities. Okay, first of all. Over 75% of people of abortion patients are low income. They're predominantly in low income or they're low income and low income communities that are minority, right? Yeah. You're not going to fix that barrier by banning abortions and having some tweaks on uh, restrictions around the edges to try to make things a little bit better. Charities in the United States could not possibly take care of all expenses for pregnancy, birth, C-sections, and uh, you know, all necessary expenses to raise a child. It's yeah, an unrealistic it's scenario. Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. But again, we don't want to just outlaw abortion. We want to teach safe sex education. We want to provide plan. We want to provide funding to Planned Parenthood for free, for at least, maybe not free, but just whatever they want to do with that funding. And so they can redistribute, redistribute that into contraceptives, okay? So make them affordable or free for people to get. We don't want to Even just outlaw abortion and do nothing else. Because see, look, if you do, if you do what we're saying, teach safe sex education in eighth grade, that's already going to help a lot. That's already It'll, you. You give. No, it is not. not you are not taught everywhere. abstinence. Everywhere. You're taught abstinence everywhere. No, abstinence. That's literally, it. I can tell you, like for me specifically, like I know it depends on school. Like I was taught, I was taught abstinence and safe sex. And okay, like, that's okay. one school. You said you went to a Catholic school, right? I did go to a Catholic exactly. school. Exactly. I'm Not talking about public funded. school. Public schools teach abstinence. That's a fact. And I can also say with my current public school, if you take any like science class, they teach you sex ed. There is like I, I've never I've ed. never taken sex ed in my entire life. It's just, the thing is, it's I one I agree with you that we need more sex education, 100 percent And I also agree with you that there needs to be more steps for easier contraceptives but before yes. that happens yes we agree with that, that yeah but we that agree needs, but that needs we to agree happen. with you yes let me we agree it. with you <laughs> we don't want to just we're, we're not going to do we don't want to just get rid of abortion and do nothing you, before that we have to me? we obviously have to prepare before we can't oh, just get rid of it that I would be can, catastrophic i can quote on you you literally said teddy tell me if i'm wrong but you literally said earlier that you want to ban abortions first and then have that's not what i said that is not what i said i said yes. that no, I never said ban abortion first. I never said ban abortion first. You said the first thing: the f make abortions illegal nationwide, and then you would be okay with funding that Planned Parenthood. Yeah, that's what, what I said. I said I'm fine with funding Planned Parenthood as long. I'm perfectly right. fine with funding Planned Parenthood as long as they don't do 365,000 abortions every year. That's what I said. 
Okay, but that's obviously also- we have to. Obviously did we have you, to do did, stuff. Okay. Obviously we have to do stuff you? to make conscious. Listen, if if I said that, I if I said that, I misspoke. Okay. okay obviously, right, we'll okay, take that. Obviously, obvious. I don't. I don't think I said that. But if I did, you I misspoke. Did, okay. You did say that. I will say that. Obviously we can't. Obviously we can't just get rid of abortion and do mm-hmm. nothing else or wait to do stuff. We obviously yes. have to prep everything before we get rid of it. Okay. Okay. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If I if I said anything else, I I misspoke. I'm sorry. For, for, I've, I've I've never had this many people on my YouTube channel. I'm a little bit nervous. How many people are watching? I'm talking really fast. There's three thousand. I'm talking really fast. I'm nervous right now. Nice. Okay. Wow. This is gonna be a hundred thousand stream. This is gonna be. This is gonna have so many views. It's actually insane. Uh, uh, okay. But uh, all right. So, okay. Yeah. I my personal belief is. I agree with you, Nick, that there needs to be easier, easier ways to access contraceptives before, like for me personally, before that even is put into the thought of like, if banning abortion should happen. Same with like, like for me personally, I think it should be the foster care system should be reformed as well as like the adoption foster system should be reformed as well as easier access for yeah okay so <laughs> the foster care system argument is a very bad one because they're literally I'm not arguing that's just my opinion no no no, no. you no, said that go. we have to reform the foster care system the problem I said with that, that argument I think is should no i know i know but just we're talking just, about just, okay, let, let nick talk for a second so literally there are so many parents that are waiting to adopt right now there are over two million more parents waiting to adopt and there are babies available to be adopted okay mm-hmm. according to the cdc there are 38 parents for every one kid right now that can be adopted mm-hmm. okay Imagine if we made abortion illegal. If we made abortion illegal, that would literally incite the entire pro-life movement to be even more likely to adopt. It's already a sixty percent. It's already a sixty percent greater chance that they're going to adopt anyway, other than pro-choicers. No, but the thing or is, they're literally, literally mind, shutting down. down. Listen, orphanages literally are literally shutting down. down. Babies everywhere. are getting adopted immediately as soon as they get birthed. That's what <laughs> orphanages are literally shutting down across the United States because so many people want to adopt. That's. There are, the only babies left. Were, the, it's the only true. People left in the foster. The only people left in the foster care system are like the older teenagers that nobody wants to adopt. They are literally not putting babies in foster care anymore because they don't need to. There's just so many. There is a literally a surplus of people. Orphanages are adopt. literally shutting down. Can I please? Literally, go, go we ahead. were finishing our point. We were finishing our point. Yeah, we're our point's done. You can go. Okay, so the thing is with the foster care system, I said that it needs to be reformed. Like that, like that is something that I feel like everybody can agree on. You said yourself, there are what thirty-eight people waiting to adopt. They're like that. The thing is with that, that is a problem that needs to be fixed because I I have experience with the foster care system. My siblings came from the system. It's an extremely long and painful process to be able to to even be able to to get like a child, and that I think is is what should matter before like an embryo and i'm asking you if you are saying you are 100 pro-life and you value all human life why don't you try to reform the foster care system with humans that are literally breathing right now in we the never country? said that we didn't no, want I'm to asking you. what are you doing what am i doing yeah you, you, what are you doing to reform the foster care system my siblings the Your point siblings. that we were the point that we what? were trying to make is that literally nobody goes into foster care anymore like babies do not go into foster care there's literally, there's literally are- a surplus of parents, 38 to 1. They don't go into foster care anymore. The only no, people left the, in foster care the are the older kids the- that people don't want to adopt. So then, like, what I'm saying right now is to you, if you care about all life, care about the teenagers that nobody wants to adopt. We do. We, 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 we never said we didn't. How? 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 how, how okay. okay, what is your plan? What, what would you do? What would you do? Right to, now? To to, yeah, to, re- to reform the foster care system. What would you do? I mean, like donate and then also like take kids in 
and also reform that that's not reforming yeah i can't i cannot tell you specific like policies that i want to to put into action like that's like my moral argument is that i think the foster care and adoption system needs to be reformed because the problem is that there's we certain, agree yeah and i don't know that why i'm arguing with you then i literally said like lance is telling me how i would reform it i'm saying that needs to happen before like for me personally i think that needs to happen before adopt like before abortion is even put into the system because if if it's not reform before that then there's going to be a massive surplus of people that go into the foster care system no there there's 38 to 1 38 parents per each baby that's willing to be adopted no, and if I'm, you got rid of abortion pro-life people would be more likely to adopt than they are now they're already 60 percent more likely that's not a that's not a valuable statistic that's how do you know they'd be more that, likely to that, adopt that, that statistic because that's going to literally incite the entire pro-life movement to want to adopt more maybe not the entire but that will incite more that, people it's already 38 to 1 Again, it no, already is my the problem is it's 38 to one the th that's the thing that's it that is the problem there are 38 people for one child but they aren't getting adopted that is the problem because they're no, waiting they are they're waiting through the system they have to they have to be approved to adopt first that's what they're waiting for no they yeah, are we, we gotta make that babies are literally in adopted system, right out of the womb now they don't go into foster care anymore. well if, if i would have reformed the system don't. i would make it i would make it easier to or make it quicker to get people approved to adopt that's yes that's, that is what i am saying okay yeah, then I that's would, what i would do i would hey, i would create I would create an I entire government agency, like a literal, like an entire branch of the government. Well, not like the executive branch or something like that, but like an entire like building or whatever you may, whatever you may have it, just of a team that that does the adoption stuff that makes it faster and everything like that. Then yeah. even and if it was faster, that would be, that would make even way more people likely to adopt then too. Yeah. That 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 yeah, is which is why you could get rid of abortion wait, because wait, wait. people would just no, be, okay. because people would just adopt no, the baby. No, 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 no. no. That's that, that's that's, a, that's a, the first thing that you have to realize that in terms of pregnancy, it's difficult for a mother to actually choose to adopt their children. There is an emotional attachment that is strongly developed at the instant of birth, like that. That's, that's you true. know that's true. you have to consider right, and that's for that reason you wouldn't have that immediate like um overwhelming like um positive effect in terms of abortion and how many children have gone into abortion and that i would say has to do currently with the lack of children that go directly into um that are adopted out of the womb or that go to foster care so it's like it's more it's it's more difficult to like you know than that i see what you're saying but i don't see that as a justifiable reason to keep abortion legal well i mean you know, my argument would be that keeping it legal, you know, with the proper like different actions like contraceptive use, uh, financial assistance, stuff like that would reduce the number of abortions. But it wouldn't it wouldn't do it at the jeopardy of the long run. Teddy mentioned Colorado. What you right. That's, that's a good point. You know, as I said before, if you were to make contraceptives free, you would have 62 to 78, uh, 62 to 78 percent reduction in the overall abortion rate. And, and in Colorado specifically, that's what they did. And there was a 45% reduction of the abortion rate. So, and by the way, that also goes into welfare and specifically the TANF programs where there is an overwhelmingly clear correlation with women who are able to apply and get uh, food stamps and temporary assistance and women that have abortions. So it's my Yeah, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. But the thing, here's, what we're, here's where we disagree. If you were to have a, okay, let me ask you this, first of all. When you say make abortion illegal, do you mean a federal ban? Every state? Yes. Yes. Like over, overturning, overturning, overturning Roe v. Wade. Without no, overturning, Roe. overturning Roe v. Wade wouldn't do that, though. All Roe yeah. v. Wade says is that every state has to have at least that's a basic true. level. That's true. Right. That's so true. you would have to have another Supreme Court case 
which if you believe the jurisdiction of Roe v. Wade to be unconstitutional, it would be the exact same thing. There are multiple actually, Right, that's true. But there's actually a um, current – there's actually a case a that's case about that, to make yeah, to the Supreme Court up. about abortion that's going up. But, and, like, the logical consistency isn't there. If you're going to complain that Roe v. Wade is a violation of – okay, would you say that it – if violation, of, violation of the 14th Amendment. Violation of the 14th. See, that's one I've never heard before. How do you figure? It's either 14th or 15th. Let me look it up. I don't okay, know all the amendments by heart. My point is that if you're talking about the state's rights to restrict or have abortions, if you were to have a federal ban on abortion, which is one point, it would be the same thing. It would be imposing the federal will on more liberal states like uh, California or Washington or Oregon or uh, New York, Illinois, that would have abortions legal or would prefer to. So to have a national ban logically would be the same type of government overreach. All right. I, I don't think that it's government overreach to preserve the it life is. of unborn humans. I don't think but it that is. That's exactly no. what it is. I, I don't think it's it. a I don't think it's a right to kill an unborn human. I don't think that's a right. I don't I don't okay, but, I truly don't. Uh, look, the thing is that the thing is that you can say that, but that at the end of the day is your own moral, morally developed opinion on the situation. We obviously don't believe that abortion is equatable to the action of killing a human being. There are differences. We disagree on life and we disagree what it means to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that you're putting it in the essence of a moral argument that you're making and that, is that killing uh, uh, you know, human beings is bad. But the point that I'm making is that abortion has been current in the United States and global history since like forever, right? And mm -hmm. there are going to be abortions, number one, whether you have them illegal or not, doesn't matter what you do. And to have states Far less if it was illegal. Have, to want states to, that want to have abortions legal to defend the long-term health of women and their communities. And by the way, if you were to close Planned Parenthood uh, clinics that do abortions, that is directly related to an increase in abortion rates. So my point is that you'd have a, the negative effect of the long-term health of women being harmed by a federal ban on abortion. You're going to have women going to different countries. What is that going to do for them financially? Having to pay for all these. You know, it's just, it's not well, a real. It's not going to go to a different country. It's a lot know of money. That. It's circumstantial. You, know, you, again, you are, saying, really, you are putting, wait, you, are, you are, you guys are saying, like Lance said it earlier, a woman wouldn't just go to an alley to get a backstreet abortion. You have no idea. You know how dangerous that is to the woman's health. Who but, okay, but there were third, there were only would want to get nine of them before Roe v. Wade. Okay, there were only 39. Can I, can I say this? This is according to World Health Organization. Worldwide, we are saying this worldwide, even not in the, specifically in the U.S. Worldwide, there is literally 25 million women who die every year because of unsafe Okay, abortion. but that's mostly third world countries. That's mostly yeah. third world countries. You can't no, it does include those, but the, the but the other, listen. Here's here's the problem. Here's the problem. The problem with other countries that have banned abortion is literally all of them. They were either a third world country to begin with, so that's not a good argument. Yeah, or they banned Lance. Just let me talk. Or they banned contraceptive. Or they banned contraceptives. Okay, no no part of the pro life movement wants to ban contraceptives. Okay. We want to prevent human life from being taken away. We don't care if it hasn't started in the first place. But in almost, in almost, you know, Ireland when they had an abortion ha uh, ban, still expanded contraceptive use, and their abortion rates were similar to countries that had abortions that were legal. And you also had the problem with women in Ireland going to the United Kingdom and different countries in the EU to obtain abortions. So it would not well, make. Yeah, that's that's true. Right. Exactly. So it would if you if you look at if you look at okay, well, if you look at Malta, Malta banned abortion and kept contraceptives and expanded the use. And they still and have. Their abortion rate went down significantly, and they don't have an influx of illegal abortions either. Yet they, well, for, first of all, they kind of, they do. And also 300 to 500 women a year still go to different countries 
in the European Union. And by the way, 300 to 500. 300 to 500 a year. And by the way, yeah. of the countries that are in the European U European Union, the uh, abortion rate in Maltese is still relatively high and about the same level as countries that have it legal in the European U European Union. It's not that much lower. Right. But what I'm saying is, is what we're going to, we, we need to do is out is make contraceptives more affordable and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Do sex education in before high school, maybe even again in high school so they can hear it again just twice. And maybe if they were sick that day or whatever. Okay. I agree with you. We, but we can do that. And that, but that, like you said, that would only stop 60, 60 to something to 70%. Is that what you said? 60 to 70% of them. That's what it's estimated to do. 60 to 70. You said you said if we had free contraceptives and all the sex education and that stuff, it would right. it would end 60 to 70. Right, but that's not enough for me. I that's not enough for me. I want to no, go no, further. No, no, no. But that's not how it works. Well, yes, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, it is how it You're saying that it's not enough for you. Lance, like, that is a statistic. Like, progressive, what? Okay. Let's talk about abortion restrictions worldwide. All right. Yeah, we're we're right. talking about if we're talking about third world countries and including developed countries. Okay, let's talk about countries that have abortions that are illegal. The difference in modern uh, developed countries that have contraceptives but ban abortions are statistically insignificant. It's one to thirty-seven abortion, or it's thirty-seven per one thousand abortions in countries that have abortions legal with contraceptive use, and it's one to thirty. Uh, 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 one, two, 34 in countries that have abortions legal. The difference is not significant. And the reason is that you're still, no matter what, if you even, even with, you could expand the social uh, safety net in the country as much as you want. You could have free contraceptives. There will still be the situation where women want to obtain abortions and they will go to other countries. It's been happening in but Ireland it will be ever what? It'll still be It'll far be less women that get abortions. If a woman wants to go to another country and get an abortion, I mean, that's whatever they want to do. But listen, if we outlaw abortion as well as do all the other stuff, you will have a drastic decrease. In it's the a combination stuff. of both. We're not it's a combination of both. We're not saying we're not we saying can, one or the other. We're both, saying we, both. We can use abortion way more than every other time, country. Lance, do you want to start? Up? I, I like I. I have what? no idea what either of you guys just said because you were talking over each other. So, if okay, so we if it's a combination that... of both making <laughs> contraceptives cheaper and banning abortion and doing sex education, we could combine the both sides and literally reduce abortion all the way down to almost nothing. The, the year before Roe v. Wade, only 39 people died from illegal abortions. Why are you Woman. talking about a statistic that was in 1972? Because it was going down. You guys are acting like there's a, there's going to be it thousands been, of women dying. It was going down because of the use down. of antibiotics. Exactly. It wasn't going down. Exactly. But you're you're trying to say uh, you're trying to say yes, as, if, as a know, whole, illegal abortion it's, was uh, was not even a problem back then. And we, and we have even more advances in technology now. It wouldn't even. Who is that? Bean. Bean is calling me. I think. He right. like okay. So, okay. <laughs> Tell Bean to wait till afterwards. I, I lost my train of freaking thought now. Okay. Mm. What was I saying? The, the I point. Is, the point that that I'm making is that if you were to have free contraceptives, it would still not make a significant difference. Like I'm, you know, for example. I think, you, I think you misconstrued your point. You said if you didn't have, you said if you had free contraceptives, it wouldn't make a yeah, significant well, difference. Yeah, it, it you said mistake. it would. Earlier. No, you, oh, you, you accidentally said it wouldn't. I'm just making yeah, sure you correct yeah. Okay, so yeah. we just misspoke. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know because I know what you meant. Right, but what the point that I'm making is that countries that include contraceptive use still have statistically similar amount, the, similar abortion rates. 
So right, it's, but like, it's, not, it's not enough to assume that if you have different things, it will be enough to drastically Ashley's lower the number of abortions. And in terms of, in terms of pre um 1973, the decrease of women that died dropped dramatic, dr dramatically in 1973. Before then, it has been decreasing somewhat, you know, at a steady and not that fast of a level. So it's it's not correct. I mean, and the thing is that it was still decreasing. It was much higher than 1960s. Where in 1965, it was like 260 women that died as a result of an abortion. And advancements in the in in medicine is what made that difference, not yes. the circumstance. But it, you're trying to say that it was the circumstance of having states not have abortions able to, you know, illegal abortions. Abort the worst the, the death rate was going down already before even it was before it was legal. Oh, well, but Lance, just stop saying that. You keep saying but, that. But again, okay. you have listen, to what we were, what This okay. is the point you're cutting out. Nick. We were trying to make. We were. I'm sorry. I was talking. I was talking first, actually. But the point that we were trying to make is that we want to do some of this, most of the stuff that you said at first. But we don't want to just do that. We want to go further and end more abortions. Obviously, we can't prevent women from going to other countries and getting them. That's diff. That's a, obviously not. That's just. I mean, using that as an argument, in my opinion, is just kind of dumb. But yeah. I mean. But but that's still. But again, we want to reduce. Abortion. We want to reduce that's the maximum crazy. amount as possible. If you make them illegal, you will have far less abortions. I mean, far there's, less. there's just not enough evidence, like to suggest yeah. that. Even in the United what? States, if you were to restrict. Malta. Lance, you, you, Malta. You, 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 if you literally make it illegal, the number of total abortions will go down. Do you do you by that exact same logic? If you were to make all guns illegal, crime would stop. But that's that's the not, that's not true that's at all. No, 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 no. I, I need to debunk this argument right here, right now, because I hate this argument so much, okay? Okay, there are already over 300 million guns in the U.S., okay? Guns, they don't just go away, okay? To have an abortion, you need to have a doctor that actually does the procedure. It's not the same thing because you already have, like, I think it's like 1.2 guns per citizen in the United States. So the guns are already there. That's completely different. An abortion, well, is something that's done, an abortion is something that's done in the moment, okay? A gun is not something that just stays there for one moment. And a gun is there, no, no, I mean, no, for however long it lasts. Abortions, just like guns, would still be there as well. They would be carried out by physicians that are unlicensed or physicians that are licensed that risk going to prison. You're not going to have the situation just like guns where you would be able to uh, completely like eradicate them in either way, abortions or we're not saying that we're not saying that we're saying, saying, that. We're saying it would reduce look, the total number of abortions. Okay, okay can I look? Can I, okay, can I, can I, first of all, Nick, I will just say this you literally made a video about like people giving themselves abortion with a hanger. You do not need a joke. It was a, hey, it was a joke. It was a joke. Was a joke. Don't using, even, don't, don't, don't you can't use that in argument. It's a I joke. That's a TikTok. It's a joke. I am literally joke. using that argument of, the thing is you don't need a doctor to get an abortion. There are many other okay. ways you can the get The woman knows that it's abortion. dangerous. Yes, okay. but she says yeah, the woman stop her yes. from doing it because okay. she doesn't Most people would be if a woman tries to, not to do it. I have a lot less sympathy for a woman that tries to kill her baby, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Why would you... That's all I'm going to say. If she's going to do it herself, okay. that's really murder. Didn't I originally she ask doesn't kill other humans? Wait, she's wait, trying wait, to kill her baby. Wait, wait, Lance. Didn't we originally agree that the decision to have an abortion or not have abortion is one of the difficult decisions it's that women can make? Decision. Why, why yeah, it's a difficult decision. Why? Why is it a difficult decision? That's a killer baby with a coat oh hanger. Gosh, let him finish, dude. Please. So it's like the, this is the issue. Yeah, we're saying so, we uh, t you seem to agree that it's a difficult decision, but we don't really care. 
Nick? I mean, to I'm suggest not that, that I'm not saying that the, the, the oh. difficulty of the decision doesn't even matter. We're trying of to end. It we're, no, it we're doesn't. How does that have anything to do with decision. anything? Wait, no, 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 no. We're what talking the about difficulty the of the decision have to do with protecting human life. Because you nothing, literally nothing. That doesn't validate your argument at all. Well, it, it's the same. Okay, first of all, no. If we're talking about um, pregnancy and having abortions, if we're saying that uh, it doesn't, the difficulty of the decision doesn't matter. The outcome. Why would you care about the outcome? Number one. What are you talking about? That made no sense. You like you worded that really funny. Why would you care about what would happen if you don't care about the decision? It's not an easy decision, not because it's uh you know killing a human, but there are financial implications of we that just decision. Told you. Oh my gosh. We just you, there's people there's, there's literal oh my gosh, there's a place grace and Man. two options that will literally there's help charities you. as well as adoption. Oh, the, the child might grow poor. You she, she it, you, what, would you rather it be alive? You keep poor, dead, or the, rather or dead. You, that's the real. That's the real thing. Would you rather would you the rather, kid be dead or poor? That's that's the actual argument you're trying to make. Here. It's, it's. I'm tell uh, again. I don't know about y'all. We're talking about y'all in the chat, but I would much rather. I would much rather have a living, breathing human than yes. a dead human. That's literally. <laughs> I would love, rather have a living, breathing human that's poor than a dead human. Okay. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know about y'all, but that's that's how and, I. And you can get out of poverty as can well. Can I actually say something about that? Yes. I actually, this is like kind of an extreme argument, but I may as well talk about it because it's kind of interesting. Oh my um, the, so you're saying that you, yeah, you prefer a live human, whatever you just said that. Um, did you know that because 75% um, of embryos that are aborted, if they were carried to term, 75% of them would go into poverty. Did you know that almost... Every every single person in poverty has a higher chance to go into crime because they because which is a terrible statistic, but it's actually true. So did you know that again? Like if we're talking about the life of those people, not they actually have a high. Ch- what? Not that's a misleading argument. That? Cor- correlating that? correlating poor and crime. Yes, it is more likely that people that are poor commit yeah. more crimes. That is true, but that's a very like. That's kind of like it's not necessarily like correlation equals causation no, because the number. Okay, go ahead. Because yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but the fact is, people there it ha- all all people on death row. So majority of sil- serial killers specifically are, are come from low income or um, middle. Most killers and stuff like that don't have a father figure as well. You got to put that in there. Yeah, the num like if you no, don't have a father. If you don't have a father figure in the house, it's like a sixty percent more likely chance that you'll commit a crime and, and get in prison. Also for it. In poverty, in, in, in poorer neighborhoods, it is less likely for someone to have a father figure. Yeah. So, yeah. so again, exactly. I'm saying if these if if these embryos are carried to term, there is a higher chance that they could. Somebody's go getting off. called. I hear a vi- I hear something. That's vibrating. not me. Yeah, that's Bean. I don't know what he's doing. Is it Bean again? <laughs> yeah. Someone tell Bean to be quiet. Stop. Oh, I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> Bean, we'll call you later. Chillax. So I don't know. I just don't understand. Like for me, I don't understand. I don't know. It's I just, see what you're saying. Yeah, and like if, if they're going specifically on death row, like if they have if they have a higher chance to go on death row, then like what wouldn't that mean that you aren't specifically acknowledging the preciousness of that life? No. So what we're saying is that I don't think that it's okay to kill a kill a human life just because there's a higher chance that they're going to commit a crime. 
I don't think that that's, that's justifiable. Not that is not what no, I'm it saying. is. No, it is. You said that 75% of the people that get aborted would have been in poverty. Okay. Well, and I'm, then you, then, and then you made the point that people in poverty are at a higher chance to commit crime or be on death row. What yeah. I'm saying is that I don't think that that is, I don't think that somebody having a higher likelihood of committing a crime and killing them is okay. No, I don't I, think that it's okay. I understand where you're coming from, but I'm talking about, you were saying that killing them is not okay. If these people have a higher chance of going on death row, is that not almost precisely the exact same argument? Like for no, me- No, it's not. Well, if no, somebody if not. somebody is a serial killer, they should go on death row, I mean. Okay. That's we're like not talking about the death penalty. We're talking about Again, I don't think that we should kill people justified on what might happen. I don't, I don't think, I don't see that correlation. At least my moral compass doesn't lead, doesn't point me to that. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, again, it's it comes back to the moral aspect of it. It's like we have. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's this not is the longest abortion debate I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> An hour and thirty minutes. How many people are? How here? many people? Two thousand five hundred. We saw two thousand five hundred. And people like recycling in. It's probably already at like ten ten thousand. People are literally are like just like spamming blue hearts. It's all the barbs. <laughs> it's red hearts and blue hearts. I don't know. I mean, the barbs, they give me subscribers, so I could care less. You can't specifically yeah. acknowledge people's barbs because they're a liberal. That makes me <laughs> well, well, the majority of barbs are liberal. No, so. okay. But the thing is, you are comparing- Nicki Minaj lyrics. Like, I'm going to destroy them with Nicki Lance, Minaj lyrics. Lance, this no. is like one of the only things I've heard you say this entire conversation. Yeah, what's I, up? Like, okay. I just want to talk to you because this is- Okay. Like, Go. okay. Nick, what is happening? <laughs> just... I'm, just, I'm dumping water into this cup because this cup right here is less likely to spill. Oh, computer, so. mm, nice, nice, nice. Okay, I just like I just feel like I haven't heard you specifically when this. I'm sorry, I'm just very aggressive about this. Is yeah, like he, this is he like, likes stealing I my have, argument. I have, <laughs> this is a lot of this is my arguments that we wrote down on a paper, but he's using it. But I'm not gonna get mad at him because he's. Really I just have I just have um, serious moral qualms with this issue. That's why I'm so passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair um, so, the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because my mom had three abortions. So, mm -hmm. like, I could have had three siblings. So, a dog. Yep. A, I'm th saying th if you want, the thing is with that with that argument. It's like I understand that, and I want like I I'm I have I have empathy for you because you had to go through that and you feel that way. But there are so many other solutions around that too, and it's like. A lot of I have heard a lot of people use like the art like you guys already talked about it that a lot of women regret getting an abortion. But again, it's like there's one in a million, and it's like we it's never like, said that. We never said a lot of women regret getting an abortion. Neither. We said a lot of women uh, your your likelihood of committing suicide goes up. That we well, didn't. No, we never I'm, said they regret it. I'm saying that is a common argument. argument. Not, maybe I said that you specifically said it, and if I did, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that's a common argument. Okay, you can keep going on, but we didn't use like, that. My thing with that is like there. I don't know. I don't really know where I was going with that, to be completely honest. So I'm sorry that that, that you experienced You're that. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> I'm actually planning on I'm actually planning on adopting a black baby, like legitimately. Why don't? Okay, cool. From from where, dude? Like as a pro lifer, I feel like it's my duty to do that. Well, duty. That's good. I'm like glad it. that I'm glad that's that awesome. you feel like that. I'm also, you also said you have. Wow. You said you said you would also have two kids well as well, right? Yeah, I'm having two kids of my own, and then I'm adopting one black baby. What if you have like quadruplets? I mean, I'm, I'm a twin, so. <laughs> I mean, if I have quadruplets, I mean, depending on how much money I make, I don't know if I'll adopt. But I mean, quadruplets are a lot of money. Wait, you're, you're a twin? Like a an identical twin? No, my it's my sister, twin sister. Okay, all right, <laughs> that would be crazy. She's been she's been spam texting me, like 
<laughs> oh my gosh, she's Bean watching. Right me too. I don't know why. I mean, it just <laughs> is Bean like like uh, you guys dating Not just or something? Him, like other people. That was a joke, by the way. <laughs> I didn't oh hear it. God. I said, Wait, I said, are you are you, are you and Bean dating or something? Why does he want to get a hold of you? They're what in the It was hell? a joke. It's a joke. Chillax. Okay. That's not a funny joke. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, progressive intel. I saw. I think I was in a DM with you one time, and you said that you liked Elizabeth Warren more than Bernie Sanders. Did you say that? Can we talk about uh, other things? I feel like we should just talk about. No, I, I I saw him say that one time, and I just wanted to ask him like why. Based okay, on policy, like based on overall policy and ideology, I agree with her more, but I still chose Bernie over uh, Biden. What do, you what do you agree with her more on? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Well, I mean, it's kind of not the real time to discuss the. the, the well, we're we're basically done with the abortion arguments. We can just yeah, talk okay, about moving, we're moving on. I, I, let's we're moving move on. on and let's like, now, let's how, about, just now how about like a little interview? Like, let's just interview. have like a chill time. Let's talk about whatever. Because this up? has been a little bit. This has been a little bit. Very heated. heated. I mean, there, yeah, there because, are certain things on Bernie Sanders that I disagree with, specifically his positions positions on uh, rent control. I don't really agree with his position on the minimum wage um uh, trade i disagree with him on trade but like and elizabeth warren better represents what my ideal economic system in the united states would be than bernie sanders so that's why i mean they're still bernie is still better than like joe biden for me but i would ideally have elizabeth warren the issue is that she got weak on health care too weak on excuse me i have the one still has a medicare for all plan though right so I mean, kind of, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't actually like result in Medicare. For she us. wants to talk. One second. She's like really wanting to talk. I'm sorry. sorry. Actually. No, I'm fine. I was just texting my sister. Um, I no, I just have a question for Nick. Why does the race of your adopted baby matter? Because there are you so know, many. There's because in New York it, City, more yeah, black the abortion babies. Rate listen, 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 listen. Just listen, higher. listen, Lance. She asked me a question. <laughs> listen, because I'm sorry. Because in New York City, there are more black babies that are. Aborted, aborted and born. born and i feel like it's my duty to give one a home that chooses that the mother chose life why don't you just adopt like a kid that's been in the system for like five years like there are i want to be able to i want to be able to raise it completely myself oh okay so i i don't know i don't specifically understand like my like if you're gonna adopt i feel like like if you see like like an Asian baby, and you're like, no, I don't want it because it's not black. Like, is that what? Well, no, no. I'll just tell the people. I'll just like with. I don't exactly know how the entire adoption process works, but I'm sure that you I can, can tell you if you want. Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm sure you adoption master right here. Um. Well, if you want to talk like that. Um. So if you're gonna go, I'm like, just messing with you. If you're gonna keep in the mood light. The foster system specifically is like there's a process they have to do like. Uh, like home checkups and as well as like there's a really big interview process with the adoption system you do not choose what uh, like what race or ethnicity i'm sure there's private agencies is. that okay i'm sure that they would they could make an exception just because you want a black baby I'm sure is that, that, is that something? Mean, is that bad that he wants a no, black I, baby? Is it bad that I want a black? Why is that bad? Why do you want a black baby? Well, he wants a black baby because he wants one. Is that bad? I don't know why you don't. Because so it, many. Why that because literally, so many black abortion. babies are aborted. I want to give one that I want to give one where her mother chose life, her or him where her mother chose life. I want to give them a good life and raise them. Okay. I don't that's, get why that's a problem that's, to you. Why is that bad? That's it's like you're trying to label me as a racist because no, I want to adopt a black I, baby. I am not labeling you as a racist, Nick. In it, no it, way it, it feels like you're trying I, to go there. It so. feels like that? Okay. Yeah, it, it, 
here's the fact. Okay, uh, okay, go. Fact, facts over. Okay, okay, cool. The go. thing is, I don't specifically understand. Like, I, un I, I hear what you're saying, but if there are children that need to be adopted, to me, it does not matter what race they are. It matters oh, that. Like, I, like we said earlier, that's there's fine a that you're saying. That's, that's, so that's, you're like that's fine that you say that. That's okay. But like, I just was trying to clarify. So go ahead, Lance. What were you gonna say? Because well, what I was saying was because again, there are so many black babies that are, are aborted disproportionately to other babies, and I want to give one whose mother chose life. I want to be. I want to help her out and raise her kid and give it a good life and maybe reunite one Nothing day. Wrong with that. Have wrong. you considered adopting from like Africa? Because there's a. I, I was actually. I've heard that that's. It depends on how much money I make. Because I'm sure that that's like insanely freaking expensive. It's not actually. I was supposed really? to be in Ghana actually last week um, or two weeks ago for a service trip, but it got canceled because like Corona. Um, we were supposed to go to an orphanage, and there's actually a crazy, crazy amount in Ghana specifically. Um, there are a lot of orphans in Ghana. So I mean, if you want to. Yeah, I'd be. I'd do that. Whatever. Yeah, you should look into that because it doesn't it, matter to me. Because then it's like taking somebody out of like a third world country. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about adopting right now. I mean, I'm 17 yeah. years old. I've yeah, got to be. I've got to have. Two you'll kids figure out all the details later. So. Yeah. I'm gonna have two kids of my own, and if I'm if I'm doing really well in life, um, I'll adopt for sure. 100. Um. What did Bean end up wanting? Did he I'm, text you? Uh, I don't know. I'm very surprised that y'all didn't use this one like paradox. Yeah, we we me, me yeah. and Lance like prepped in like an insane. We really thought you were gonna use this, so we this really one paradox, like, what, the, what, what, the, the violinist, violinist? the oh, violinist, violinist argument. You guys know what that is? No. Okay, good. That's cool. Okay, we don't need to talk. About <laughs> we don't need to tell. Okay. I, you, uh, I planned out this whole thing for like we, the like embryology with like pain receptors. I did like. A me and Lance have like like we a we have like, like seven a, page essay. It's insane. Oh, we have like a is, seven page Google. This Google. is eleven, and, and and Teddy has. We have like countered arguments. And still lost. And, no, I'm just playing. It's insane. Nah, it was a good Wait, conversation. What, 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 I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He was kidding. kidding. He was kidding. He's kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What, what is the what is it? What is the argument? Did you guys say? Yeah, I know I, what it oh, is. Okay, so no, listen. No, 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 no. I won't. I just want to know. Just you can look it up after the stream. It's called the no, violinist argument. Here, but we're just tell us. Okay, so basically, listen, just let me I'll I'll explain it briefly. So basically, there's this argument. It's like a paradox that usually trips up most pro-lifers because they haven't heard of it. Mm -hmm. So it's like a it's a hypothetical story where you get kidnapped by like a vi like a band and their lead violinist has like a like a kidney disease and they have strapped you down and hooked you up and hooked you up to them. And they and like the story is, look, if you you can you're free to unplug yourself at any time. But if you do, the, the person will die. But all you have to do is stay hooked up to them for nine months. OK, and then it usually trips up pro-lifers and pro-lifers say, oh, yeah, I'd just unplug myself. And then the le then the left is just like, oh, gotcha. That's what happens in a race situation. You're forced against your will. But then we're just like, oh, no, well, that's not the same thing, because. In it's that different. situation, it's different because in that situation, if you unplug yourself, you're just letting the person die of kidney failure. It's natural causes. Natural it's, diff it's different because in an abortion, you're abortion, disrupting you're the natural processes. Ripping a baby out of the out. If you left it's, the baby to its natural like, processes, it would be born. If you left the guy I, to his natural processes, he would die. Can yeah, I, that, that, that was the argument. And it usually so, trips up most pro-life. Can I just explain something? with Go ahead. Because I don't know. I've heard Lance say a bunch. It's like, oh, you're ripping it out. Actually, it's like less than. It, it's sucking. It's sucking out. It's basically the same thing. There's also. In a late-term abortion, they literally grab tongs and go no, in and rip no, off the arms and legs finish. and then crush and the skull. Is, let, let, her finish, let her finish. Let her finish. Let her finish. Go. I, I'm just politely correcting you. So next time you know. Um, so just about 30% of abortions are pill intake. 
and then um, and then there's 17 no not 17 and then 75 percent in the first trimester is the other procedure and then uh like about like seven percent is cutting up and ripping it's, out it's still ripping out a baby Either way you look at it, it's still disrupting the natural process. Still disrupting the natural process. In a first trimester abortion, that you still use a um, suction device. So say that again. A a lot of times they use a suction device. Like you said, seventy-five percent sucking or ripping out. Same thing. It doesn't matter exactly what the terminology is, but it's practical. It's very different procedures. I will say that I like not trying to start an argument. I was just politely correcting you. So next time you use proper terminology that's not it, is a, it is a vacuum procedure it's, 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 it's vacuum practically sucking. ripping or sucking it's it's still taking the baby outside the womb so <laughs> why, why are you gonna bring that up nick please please don't wait don't what, did, he bring, did he bring up something no, no he was laughing at a joke he had in his brain and i know what we're okay just just don't bring that up all I the men bring understand. it up the men will understand okay the men will understand. Hey, I, I, yes, I'm, it's a joke. It's an inside joke. It's very inside. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's, it's, it doesn't. It matter. doesn't validate either side's argument either way. We it's it's not even. It's just a joke. It was a joke. He's a man. So you, thought of just it. look up the violinist. Like just look up like the That's violinist like, abortion like, paradox. A really, just stretched out argument to me. Well, yeah, a lot of people use yeah. it, but we were preparing because we I could, never heard of it. Well, we yeah, really I didn't that, hear about it until Bean told us. So Bean was like, "We thought that practice. We thought this. that Progressive Intel was gonna like have that and then try and use that as like the like the, the yeah, that was our that was our thing. Well, no, I don't. I don't. We thought you were like gonna use that to bring down like the hammer and like destroy us because that literally just dis- like destroys most pro-lifers because they don't know what to say. They don't know how to respond because they never heard it. But he, I guess he just he he's never heard of it either. So it's not really. I just I don't like extreme hypotheticals like that. Yeah. This, you know, oh, take this situation where this happens and this and the, oh, that means that you have to have this position. I don't like that, you know, because people yeah, use I that. that. I don't. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. Somebody knocked. I heard somebody. I did hear somebody knock. Is that me? Hello. No. I didn't knock. I just did that for fun. <laughs> Guys, we still have two thousand five hundred. Hi everyone! God, this is insane, right, guys, dude. Let, let, let's just say Progressive Intel. Go check him out on t- t- TikTok and Instagram, right? And then that liberal girl, she's on <laughs> she's on TikTok and Instagram as well. Okay. You like Lance? No, I'm gonna I'm giving you guys Lance. I don't want you to share. So if I got this for you, literally, go check them out. They're really nice. They're they're fun to talk to. If you want to like hit them up or whatever, they're on TikTok. Go duet their videos. Go like their videos. Go follow them. So yeah, I was just trying to say that. So I thought I really just thought you were about to be like. No, so, I was gonna be like, I, I only like progressive intel. I'm only gonna shout him out. <laughs> I was about you to. Know, be like, I want to talk a little bit about, um, not necessarily an argument about economics with progressive intel, but just like like to get it like a better understanding like of what where he stands and stuff. I'll just chill. so like what is so like you're a believer in Keynesian economics, right? Yep. So like what so. Do you think that like higher tax rates to pay for like social programs and stuff like that are good? I mean, it, well, initially I'd say yes, but it depends on like the phase of the business cycle. But I mean, yeah. I I think it's like kind of when government government times where government re- revenue is high tend to be times where economic growth is doing quite well. Um, but yeah, so what I was gonna say is like. The problem that I have with that stance right there is that when Ke- when um, the Keynesian economic theory was first developed, it was designed for a recession only period. And 
it, it mm-hmm. Keynesian economics and yeah, it, it was a theory to combat recession, but was used by CR and, and the person, was. right? But the person, like the that. person that I believe the guy's name was Keynes that created it. I think that's his John name, Keynes. John Keynes. So mm-hmm. the guy that created it actually criticized FDR's implementation of it and during well, the yeah. Great Depression. But I, I'm not arguing, I'm not arguing whether it was effective during the Great Depression or not. I'm just telling you like some of the research I've done. Um, but like but, most Keynesian arguments against like aspects of the uh, FDR's recovery would be like in this thing called the NIRA Act because it was like uh, an act that um, la- like was basically laborizing the entire um, country. And, you know, the reason that it wasn't really ideal is because they had the situation where prices of crops were like, you know, artificially being lowered. Like, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but it's like, that's he did not, it. He did that it. horrible. Right. You see, that was the bad aspect of the, you know, because the, the, uh, National Recovery Administration, which was that aspect of the the New Deal, it was a second. It was during the second New Deal before yeah. 1936 and nineteen thirty seven. The only reason he focused on shifting labor back to the um to the you know to demand because at first government was taking most of the action in trying to get the economy restimulated. Right. The reason yeah, but- that he tried to do that is because he was interested in getting the budget deficit down. All right. Yeah. So that's but- why. But again, I'm not criticizing or praising anything FDR did. What I'm saying is that that I don't think that you are a believer in Keynesian economics. I think that you're confused because I, I don't want to I don't want to mischaracterize that because Keynesian economics, when it was proposed, the theory, I mean, the theory could have been changed, not really changed over time, because I mean a theory is a theory, it doesn't just like change. Oh no, theories change quite a bit over time. Well, now, yeah, but when it was when it was proposed, Keynesian economics was characterized by lowering taxes and increasing government spending to f- combat recession. That was the and, reason and, why and, it was not characterized by high tax rates at all. N- but here's the thing. You'll never see me advocate for raising taxes during a recession. No Keynesian supports doing that. Every no, Keynesian I know. Right. But that, the thing is that there are periods of economic growth in which government revenue, having government revenue at a high point would be beneficial to calming down like the effect of the business cycle. It's not necessarily suggesting that tax rates should be indefinitely high during all times of the economic cycle. It's suggesting that there are certain times where they should be lower and the government should be doing more. And there are certain times where tax rates should be a bit higher and the government should be spending less. But it's I not. Know, yeah, you know, I know. I know and, what also, and also, there are like so many different aspects of Keynesianism. There's neo Keynesianism, new Keynesians, Keynesians that uphold certain beliefs in the supply side theory in terms of uh, times of economic growth and Keynesian ideals in recessions. Uh, you know, there, there's like, it, it's, it's not, it's, it's like, it's branched into so many different things. No, I understand. Like, but what I'm saying is that at, when the Keynesian economics theory was proposed, it was developed to combat recession. And that was it. Well, that's also not necessarily true because one of Keynes's first art- articles was a thing called economic possibilities for our grandchildren. And he kind of, t- Keynes took a kind of like different view as to the uh, fluctuations of the labor market in terms of the business cycle. So he did briefly touch up on what would be done in a post-recession economy. And a lot of other post-Keynesian uh, economists have touched up on that. Um, one of the most notable being a, a guy named Michael uh, uh, Kalek, who was from po- Poland. But the thing is, the main theory behind Keynes's um, initial, you know, his initial economic theory was that the government should be doing more in changing the labor market. And like, the, because the theory was that- During you know, a recession. The- During a recession. During a recession, yes, but you know, it, it has obviously changed into multiple other uh, 
theories. What, what I'm saying is I've never seen that going – I've never seen any – maybe you have more research than me, but I've never seen any research that shows Keynesian, Keynesian economics all the time prevents recessions or higher taxes prevents recessions. I've never seen that. Lance, we're not talking about socialism. I'm just saying. Lance doesn't know what Keynesian economics is. I had to teach him about it and supply side. Okay. I'm not, so I'm it's, not that liberal girl, don't so act like you do either. I know you don't know what these are. Okay. Hold, 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 I literally just texted the I literally just texted Lance. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I don't know anything okay. about We're just chilling. Just listen and learn. Kind of I'm, a, I'm a supply sider and he's a he's a I guess neo Keynesian maybe. No, I'm not a neo Keynesian. I'm post Keynesian. Okay. Okay, but like you're you're saying that a Keynesian economy wouldn't like slow down recessions? No, I'm saying that I haven't seen any any substantial evidence that higher that raising the government spending prevents recessions. I have never seen any of that. That raising government spending prevents recessions? I've never it, seen it any data. To, I've never seen any data to suggest that that raising taxes and raising government spending prevents recessions. I've never seen any research that suggests that. I mean, I kind of do because it's not about preventing oncoming recessions. It's about taking on recessions that are, you know, currently happening. Like the Keynes. I know that. Would have stimulus. So it's kind of like an unreasonable. I mean, I could like say the same for like the supply side theory, but it's, that's all about potentiality. Like you can't. Yeah, I understand. Every aspect of like the business cycle before. Right. Uh, so it's it's not, you know, it's it's not. I, what I'm, I'm not saying exactly. is we have to adapt in time because in a time because I haven't seen any data that suggests that higher taxes leads to less recessions. But the problem that I have is higher taxes can lead to less economic growth at times. It can. can. Yeah, they can. Yeah, I, I but that's, that's the problem. That's the problem because we well, have no. to have we have to adopt we have to adjust our tax rates for the recessions and stuff. Okay, like if we're if we're in a if we're in a scenario where we have good economic growth and everything is doing good, we're not at risk for a, for a recession. Then you lower taxes and lower government spending, so the economy will grow faster. But if we're in a recession, obviously, we have to we have to spend more money on government spending. That's what I that's how I see it. Because like the issue is that no Keynesian would advocate for having a consistently high tax rate. So it's not about preventing another recession. It's about what should we be doing in this phase of the business cycle to keep this economy out of a recession or prevent another recession? Because recessions, they're technically inevitable, right? You would have yeah, to- Yeah, especially, uh, yeah, of course. Right, so there's, there's no way that a Keynesian or any theory would be able to prevent recessions unless you were just yeah, completely to remove GDP growth overall, right? It would be nearly impossible. So like to look at it through the lens of preventing recessions, it's just it's not one that's realistic. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't, I think that we need to adapt between supply side and Keynesian depending on how the economy is doing. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I you know, I, I disagree because like one of the things that I would uphold with the Keynesian economic theory is that I would, I would almost never balance the budget. It would have in ex extreme circumstances would have an actually balanced budget. So that's like the thing. And like, you know, the supply side theory would advocate for things like austerity in terms of econ in times of economic growth, but that would just result in, that would, that would one result in the accumulation of private debt. It would result in uh, the private sector making less money in the long term because when you lower government revenue, government revenue, it, you know, if you look at a sectorial balance, it will relieve for that result. So it's like I agree with certain aspects yeah. of like a more pro austerity economy in terms of slightly raising taxes because some, you know, 
on the right that are a bit more moderate would suggest that that's a good way to get to austerity. But I would never suggest it to have an actual balanced budget because that's going to create a long-term accumulation of private debt. It's just going to make the problem, the next recession worse. So, so you think that we should difference. have deficit? So you think that we should spend in our in a deficit, or do you think we should have a surplus? Oh no, I I, I almously would never have it. I mean, I, yeah, essentially, I would always be in deficit spending. But that the number of which we spend in deficit spending would change. Like, you know, it's obviously responsible in certain times to cut spending. Uh, cut yeah, for sure. Spending. I don't. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that Trump spends money on. Like, like. Increasing right. our like, military the, budget by three hundred million dollars—like that's kind of stupid, in my opinion. Right, and and the problem with having a surplus is that during the Bill Clinton administration, he, he Bill Clinton based economic growth off of uh, uh, an artificial bubble, right, the dot com era, and yep. he took that, tried to uh, make a two hundred twenty-six billion dollar surplus, and then private debt and household debt started accumulating at faster rates than they had since the uh, debt crisis, de debt crisis that George H. W. Bush inherited. So it's going to have a negative effect in the long-term growth of the private sector. That's, that's Yeah, I know. I'm not saying that we need to be operating at a surplus. I was just asking what you what you thought. Right. I, I would never operate at a surplus. Yeah. Never. Uh, well, mm, uh, okay. But there what I'm saying is, is the deficit that we have right now is way too fucking big. Way too big. I'm, in my well, opinion. Way, way too big. I mean, it, I, I think it's useless. It's, I think it's an unnecessary deficit since most of it was uh, created as a result of the 2017 tax cuts, which had like minimal effects on long-term economic growth. So I think it's a useless deficit, but I don't <laughs> I think it's- I disagree with that, dude. The expenditures in the S&P 500 fund alone increased by like $200 billion in 2019 and alone. They were buybacks. I know they were buy. Most of them were buybacks. Yes, they were buy. You see, okay, you finished- again, again, that, is that is economic growth though too, because everybody that it's has artificial. a 401k or a Roth IRA usually has the S&P 500 in it. So their 401ks go up, their Roth IRAs go up. That's good for our economy. In the short run, but it's an artificial growth of stocks. It doesn't mean that there's long-term economic growth in terms of jobs, manufacturing jobs, etc. And there's uh, long-term growth for people's retirement funds. Is that not good? It is obviously good, but at the expense of what? Wrapping up our deficit, acting like we're going to have these long-term uh, eras of economic growth or jobs are being No, created. I know, but I know that. But we need to cut it's spending not too. I'm not just saying we need to cut taxes and increase spending like Trump did. I'm saying we have to cut taxes and cut spending. But my point is that cutting taxes in a time where the economy is doing well off would not be beneficial. Jobs have already been growing at a healthy rate since um, Obama left office. That rate is yeah, because of the recession. It's been 100. Well, yes. No, no even it's before the recession. It's down because we're out of the post-recession period. Don't even use that argument. When you're no, coming not, out of a, when you're coming out of a recession, obviously you're when you're coming out I'm of a recession, not, obviously not, you're going to have insane job growth for a yes. number of years, and then it's going to slow down. Together, Trump yes. and Obama had the longest have the longest trend of downward unemployment ever in the United States history. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like denying that. I'm just saying that the rate at jobs have been growing has been slower under Trump. I'm not saying that's his fault, or I'm not saying that's unnatural. I'm just pointing it out. I'm just pointing it out as a reason why it would be fiscally unideal to have tax cuts and spending you know, increases. I know you don't agree with spending increases, but uh, at least tax cuts. Only Especially during a recession, I agree with spending increases. And, you know, still, even with that affecting the economy, they haven't had um, uh, a, a significant influence on employment. That's true. And studio, I mean, I just I think that tax cuts the are the best way to spur economic growth. It would have less than a 1% direct correlation effect on the unemployment rate. And it wouldn't like, you know, it's just the same thing for GDP growth. GDP growth initially 
fell after the passing of the 2017 tax cuts, and it's kind of been going like this. But that's quarterly GDP growth. Annually, Four, it, hit, it hurt 4.1 percent at one point. At that's one point, like, yeah, that's like twice as high as Obama's. No, Obama. Obama never hit four percent. Quarterly GDP growth. You're wrong. You're Obama never hit four percent GDP growth. Go to statistic on look up quarterly GDP. I've looked it up multiple times. I'm not going to just spout off something that's wrong. I'll I'll show you right now. He went as high as like four point eight percent in quarterly growth. I'm not saying annual growth. Let's see. I think I feel like that's what the. Hold on. Let me look. Maybe I'm thinking annual growth. Yeah, a lot of people. So many people do that. Okay, hold up. Let me look. Yo, I have a question. <laughs> Lance and I have kind of just been chilling, but are are we gonna like keep talking about stuff, or are y'all just gonna like? So in two thousand, we're just gonna geek out. Let's, on talk, let's talk about more stuff. To the, let's talk. Uh, let's talk more about what these people understand. Let's. Okay. Okay. But we just can draw macro. Go ahead. Go ahead. In, go ahead. in quarters two of two thousand fourteen, quarterly GDP growth was at five point five percent. In two thousand eleven, it reached four point seven percent. So multiple times it went above four uh, percent, and in some I, cases five. I would I would agree with you, but also I'd like to point out that that was most like I'm not saying that it wasn't just I'm not like a dumb Republican who, who doesn't give any credit to Obama, but what I'm saying is that I know <laughs> okay. what I'm what I'm saying is <laughs> what I'm saying is that a lot of the reason for that was because of one the stimulus the stimulus package and two yes. okay again I agree with spending in a recession I'm not disagreeing with you there okay, okay. secondly. A lot of that was also because we were coming out of a recession, too. Obviously, when you're coming mm-hmm. out of a recession and you have a huge stimulus in, you're gonna in, you're gonna have insane GDP growth because when you're in a recession, you have literally no GDP growth. When you're coming out of a recession, obviously your GDP Peter, GDP growth is gonna increase astronomically as long as there's a decent stimulus that's put in. Well, the flaw the flaw in that is that the end of the recession wasn't natural; it would have gone worse. Yeah, I know, like, but it didn't get worse right. mostly that's because of the, the stimulus. Well, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, it was an artificial intervention in the economy that resulted in the in GDP growth starting to grow up. And that's why average, the average GDP growth under Obama was, like, less than 2% because of the recession. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is this is the reason why a lot of that happened was because of the stimulus and just the fact that we were coming out. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree. Okay. Well, we were kind of arguing about it, but and you were like trying to right. Recruit, but you but said I, was, that I knew Obama, that I knew that you agreed. But you 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 tried to say that Obama never reached four percent. Yeah, I, I was doing annual. That's my fault. I, right. I was doing annual. That's we, we had a difference. All right, let's let's stop talking about macroeconomics. Let's talk about. <laughs> um. Yeah, we all want to talk about. We could. What are your that. views on just everything? thanks lance uh so if you didn't know i'm a liberal that's you're not a liberal know. you're not a liberal you're a leftist oh stop stop you're a le- stop. you're a leftist there's there's no. liberals liberals don't support medicare for all i don't support medicare are you kidding me so have, JFK wasn't have, a, liberal? a classical JFK liberal does not support medicare for all there is a difference between a classical and modern liberal do you understand that like there's yeah there's, i know you know, but Jenny Bryan wasn't high no, but it's not. You can't say you're not a liberal. You're a leftist. Liberal, obviously, she's not like a Hakean style neoliberal. She is a modern American socially democratic liberal. That's like it's not liberal. Hasn't forever been a right wing ideology. Yeah, and also with that specifically, it's like I have pretty different views of like healthcare. Um, so 
Don't assume Lance. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what even is that? Why is everybody commenting that? Everyone says that. It's so funny. First it was me, that. and then it also it was me for like five minutes, and then it all switched to Lance. No, every, no, yeah, no, no it, was so it was funny. Because people in Nick's comment section will say that we're gay for each other, and that's like, and we're like, what? We're just homies. We're bromosexual. Bromo. There, there are people in my comment section, too, that are like, Oh, like you like Lance. I'm like, dude, I'm I, trying I've to have a so political conversation. Like, it's not that hard, dude. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Emma definitely had a crush on Nick, though. So. Okay, I don't want to talk about Emma. <laughs> Please, dude. Ugh. That happened like right as I like made my account, and it, it was. She's so. Like, she actually boosted our account. So I'm just going to thank Emma for boosting our accounts. For real. Um, oh yeah, she literally pushed us into relevancy. So we could talk. Thank about you, Barb's, for mass yeah. commenting. Great job, guys. Okay, um, you guys, I, I'm seeing like people want gun control, immigration. Uh, I feel like we yeah, all agree on gun do. control. At least I know me and Progressive Intel and Lance yeah. do. I don't know if well, you do. Though. I mean, I support la licensing for weapons, so I don't think you I'm guys the do. same. I'm. You think well, that like you? So you oh. think that like you need to have a. I'm, I'm just I'm clarifying his position before. No, I you're fine, right so you think that like people should have to get like a license before they buy a gun, like like a driver's license? Yeah, like for every like type of weapon they do want to own. Yeah, I, that that's. My I opinion. disagree fundamentally. Um, yeah, I, I I knew I knew I knew it. I'm I, I'm a fr I'm I want to do like open carry. I really feel like mm -hmm. that. Uh, open carry is pretty. Uh, there are a lot of problems with open carry. I'm also, I don't lot. like I don't like gun free free zones either. It's basically a target for mass shooters. Matt, gun free uh, zones aren't going. It's not. I don't think. I don't think we should have gun free zones. See, I agree with that you depends. on that. But here's the problem, though, that I see with that. Because, like, what about like, like I I agree with you. Like, gun free zones are a big target of mass shooters. But then you have to yeah. think, like, what about like people like where they're like drunk people and like clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you don't want you yeah, don't I mean, want like drunk people. Well, obviously, I think we should have. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, no, wait like a second. Workers, I have to howl out of my window for emergency. Workers or something else me. aren't being drunk should have a, have a weapon on I'm them sorry to protect you the people who are intoxicated. Not in all cases, of course, but like, you got to think there has to be a weapon in there somewhere. So, but we don't, but obviously, like, you're not going to carry, obviously, not you're not going to carry a, a, uh, an AK 47 on your back when you go and go drink. It's, it's just a stupid right, decision. Right, right. But, 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 but the thing is, like, that you should know, be illegal. Like, drinking window. and driving, drinking and um, holding a gun should be illegal. But, like, some people like misdefine what a mass or uh, uh, a gun free zone is, right? Like, it's, it doesn't yeah. necessarily by definition mean a zone in which no guns are allowed. It means, like, no, it, it means no average person can hold a gun in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, at, at a casino, I, I live near Oklahoma. I went to casinos. They don't allow guns in there at all. And and, and, and that's that's why the ninety percent of mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. That's a completely misleading statistic. Like, oh my gosh, very. Misleading. Well, I said I, I said they they were targeted more. Not happening. Yeah, but you know, but a, a, lot <laughs> a mass shooter is going to be more likely by definition. Because if he's going to pass by a school with guards with guns, or is he going to go? Is he going to go shoot that school, or is he going to go shoot the school next door with no guards and oh, no guns? No, I mean, I, yeah, obviously, I don't. How is that? Man. How is that a bad argument? What did like, I why? miss? Sorry, I had to go howl. Okay, I said howl that. Would the about. would the shooter want to go to the school with the guards and the guns, or <laughs> the one without the guards and the guns? Well, though the thing is with that, it's like it does. It's it, people. If people are a school shooter, they're gonna go to their school. It doesn't matter if they're a guard. Not always shooter. their school. There's school shooters that d uh, don't even oh. associate with the school. 
When? When? When did that happen? Yeah, people go. People literally go shoot up schools. Uh, um, not not every case is the same, you know. No, but for me, I live in Colorado. Yeah. Every single school shooting that has happened in Colorado, the person went to the school. If you can give me like an example, oh my gosh, <laughs> I like ran up the stairs. It's not every can... single. It's not every single situation. I'm not saying every single situation is like that. It's the but, over. It's very much overwhelming. Like the the, 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 the thing of somebody from somewhere going onto a school is very Patty, rare. What do, you, what do you have to say to that? What? Oh, uh, no, sorry, bro. You're just gonna turn her down like that, bro? Oh well. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Why Stop. is everyone simping over Teddy now, Nick? Oh, Teddy has the ladies. The comments went from like Teddy gets the girl. First, somebody drops the end bomb, and now they're simping. <laughs> the okay, but don't, don't don't show that anymore. Don't show that. <laughs> right, Teddy, we have to expose the simps. Just, but, just, but I mean, don't show the end. Like you know, the yeah, I know, anymore. I know, I know. I shouldn't have put that on the screen. I, that's my fault. <laughs> oh, Lance, I have a question. Do you think teachers should be armed? <laughs> So I actually have a really cool um, idea that I came up with myself. Okay, can you wait like two seconds? I have to close my window. It's like two degrees outside. Spring. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like take off my headphones. Is it actually two degrees outside? No, I just live in okay. Colorado okay. and it gets like really cold. Yeah, I don't so, know how cold. It is. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I like will literally take these off and like, okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm gonna tell my 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 idea that I have that's really good. Somebody might steal it and then use it and then patent it and then make millions off of it. So, but I, will, but I know, but I will, but I will, but I will. I came up with this myself. I've never heard anyone else use this argument or like this this idea. Uh, are you ready? I'm good. Yeah, thank you. Oh, people are already so, sending me clips from this. Holy fuck. Already? I didn't even make them. People are just sending me them. I, I, saw, I saw some. I saw some. Like like okay, so listen. Are you going to leave it up? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna leave it up. Okay, it'll yeah, take yeah. A, okay. So what happens is like this is the really long one. So for a little bit, it'll take a little bit for it to be completely up. But I mean, within an hour or two, it should be all the way okay, up. Okay, cool. Because I just had like people from the UK ask me. They're yeah, like, you can go through and watch the whole thing. You get okay. context if you want. Cool. Of, Thank you. Like people trying to take you out of context or something. So, um, are you calling Bean right now? My computer is about to die. Yeah, okay, no, no, listen. I'm not going to post any clips that take anything out of context. If I oh, same, 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 same. Okay, listen, uh, that's listen. kind of fucked up. Yeah. Okay, so, so my idea, you're going to be like, this oh my dude gosh. just said talk about abortion. We literally talked about <laughs> that. <for like> <laughs> hour. This is an abortion debate, bud. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Okay, so oh, this is Teddy, my. You gotta oh my god! <laughs> so many people simping. Teddy, just stand up for us. Lance, no. I want to tell you my idea, man. Go okay, ahead. Right. My it. idea is, listen, we're going to, okay, let me explain my entire idea before you start talking. So, I'm so I do agree with allowing teachers to own one firearm in the classroom, okay? okay. They go at least once a month to go train with this firearm. Oh, I heard you talk about so they get for, So, listen, listen, to, did you hear me talk about this before? Yeah, I think, I think... I, Yes. So, so, so each teacher gets one pistol um, in the classroom. It'd probably be like state funded or something like that, so we can actually prevent school shootings. So, they get this one pistol. They practice once a month on the range with it, and then they they have to take lessons and actually learn how to do it. Okay. I don't think all teachers should have this. Only like certain elected teachers that are actually like, like you know, that are more sane and actually are in some some cases like former police officers that are teachers and stuff like that. Um, that already know how to use a gun. So this is my idea. Mm -hmm. Each classroom that has a gun in it will have a like thick armored um, safe with a gun in it. 
The thing about this safe is the teacher can't even open up this safe. This safe is completely locked up, completely locked up. No one in the class or the teacher can grab it. I know you guys are like, what? This is my, my, this is my, my, uh, idea. The, the, um, the, the principal has a secret code that he types on this, this pad or a thumb, thumbprint scanner. And in case of a real school shooting, he'll type this number and it'll unlock the boxes. So, so the teacher can't just pull out the gun in the middle of class and shoot people. Cause I've heard a lot of people saying, Oh, the teacher will get mad and shoot the students. Well, if you have them locked up and the teacher can't even take out the gun itself, unless for a real school shooting, real actual school shooting, then I think it'll be a, a lot different that way. And I don't see, I, I really don't see any reasons why you wouldn't want to do this. It's protecting the students. Um, well, the thing is about that, like, on, like on paper, it might be a good idea, but it's not like, a, a, like, even if there was a school shooting, a teacher wouldn't just want, like, obviously this is circumstantial, but. It's teacher's duty to protect the students. Yes. they. Yeah, I agree with that. But so if they have a gun, they can actually do that a lot better. But what if that means, like, do, do teachers want to shoot another one of their students? It's like, it, it's kind of an interesting it's an interesting argument because I understand where you're coming That's from. That's why multiple teachers would have it. Not, uh, not every, my, my school is big enough to where I don't know all the teachers and mm -hmm. I don't know all the students. So obviously teachers will not know the student in most okay. cases because it's also what? circumstantial. It's like, it's just, a, okay, it's but just, this, this would help out in most situations. No, I understand yeah. what Nick, <laughs> I, Nick, <laughs> I'd understand. Like I used to have, uh, I used to have, Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> what did you say? What I was that? I what it was. No, I blocked it. I blocked it. It's gone. God, that was a bad one. Uh, okay, I'm typing uh, 208 so I can go pause it later. Somebody asked if <laughs> I like girls. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> hey, listen, we have something in common. I like girls, too. So. <laughs> Me, wow, too, guys. Me, too, guys. Wow. What about you, what about you Teddy? Yeah, I, yes. <laughs> yes. So we all we all agree we all like girls. So well, I that's like something we can agree on. Guys. That's the thing. So it's like kind of different. Anyway, mm -hmm. ah, Nick, bro. <laughs> oh, it, Nick got that cake. I mean, he's not wrong. Why does it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we still have two thousand people in here, guys. I used to be very similar. Like I actually used to, I personally think if there are teachers that are willing to go through that process, I, yeah. Like if yeah, certain elected teachers, not yeah, all teachers. No, I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you my, like my personal opinion. It's a very, like, it's a, it's a super controversial topic because there are obviously teachers that don't want to carry guns and that don't. Yeah. Want to What's... Is that me? No, no yeah, well, yeah, but were you watching the stream for like five seconds delayed or something? <laughs> Yeah. That's throwing everybody off, Teddy. <laughs> I got very confused. <laughs> See, I, I knew you would. That's why I did that. Okay. But, like, my personal opinion, if there are – I just think that there should be stricter, like, security. Like, in my interstate public school, we have security guards, but they don't carry guns. And I think that's pointless. It's like if you're – my, my, I have two police officers – that carry guns on my school. They're like really chill too. They walk around and high five the students. I don't, I think that that needs to be more like. Yeah, more it's like a community. We all, we're all friends with the police officer. Why does Every single one of us. Hang on, Soren. I've been seeing you comment that I have attitude the whole night. Like, is that the, it's like the one thing you. Attitude. Uh, I don't know. But okay. yeah, I, I don't know. That's just like a.
that's just my personal opinion. It's, it's oh, lovely. Triggered. Daddy, All right, guys, I think that – all right, guys. I think that we're about to close this off. We've been on here for more than two hours. This is, <laughs> this has been the longest. That was the longest abortion debate I've ever been a part it's of. Like an hour and a half. It's so delayed. It's like ten seconds delayed. Like I'm watching my phone. That's how I know it's always ten too. seconds delayed. Yeah, they do that because if you stream video oh, games, man. you can't stream snipe. But you know, I have the same name as this person. All right, guys. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, we, right, we got to close it no, out. No, no. This guy just DM'd me and said he's gay for Teddy. Oh my! Why are people? Teddy's the most attractive. Teddy, man everyone in the world. thinks you're hot. So, like, Teddy, how's that a bad thing? Come get your fans, bro. Come on. Yeah, come get your fans, bro. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm going to end right. this broadcast right now. Thank y'all so much Bye, for watching. Everybody. Don't forget, check out check out all our Instagrams and YouTubes and whatever. Yes. We love yes. you guys. We love you guys. Y'all okay. have an awesome night. <laughs> all right, Bye, guys.